Welcome back as we bring you session 55 to our Deadlands Tales from the Shattered Coast Adventure. Our usual gang of misfits is back, Jameis, Chris, Sharon, and Richard reprising their usual roles. This recording is complete in one session and runs just shy of three hours. Nothing new to report, but thanks go out to all those who left us messages through email and on our Google group to let us know we still have listeners. Enjoy Deadland Session 55. Okay, well, this is session 55 to our Deadlands Tales from the Shattered Coast Adventure. Tonight we have the character Eddie Guff as played by... I am Chris, and I'm playing Eddie Guff, uh, the gunslinger. My cards are enemy. Play at the beginning of a game session. A villain of the GM's choice becomes your character's sworn enemy. You may not soak wounds caused directly by him. Starting now, draw an extra adventure card each game session until the enemy is retired. Unexpected insight. Your character watched or read something about a non-human creature he's currently fighting. He knows one of its weaknesses, or if it, ha- if it had none, adds plus two to his attack and damage rolls against this type of creature for the rest of the session. Not today. Play after any other character's attack roll to cause it to automatically fail. This is a critical failure. Contact. Your hero sees an old friend or acquaintance who might help him in his current quest somehow. Of course, he may also ask for a favor in return. Epiphany. Something you never understood before suddenly clicks. You gain a D6 in any skill you previously did not have for the remainder of this game session. Those are the cards I have. All right, and Sarah Beauchamp, as played by... Oh, this is Sharon. I am playing Sarah Beauchamp, the best doctor you've never known. Um, My cards tonight are Parlay. All characters cease fighting and listen to the hero speak for at least 30 seconds. Other may only take defensive actions during this time. This has no effect on beasts and other creatures that cannot understand the speaker. Revelation, your hero finds all information available when doing a search or realizes critical information when confronting some obstacles such as monster's weakness, the answer to a riddle, cipher, etc. Peace, your hero is able to improve the attitude of a group in an encounter, perhaps by recognizing someone in the crowd, showing respect, offering a bribe. It doesn't work on true enemies, only neutrals who happen to cross paths with the party. Second win, play on your hero to automatically remove all wounds sustained in this combat, but not crippling injured. Injuries. If shaken, he is unshaken now as well. And finally, Renown. Play after completing a good deed of some import. You gain a permanent plus one charisma bonus towards those who have heard of you before. Typically a 50% chance. Okay. And Luke Villeneuve, as played by... This is Jonas playing Luke Villeneuve. Just some guy from up north somewhere. Uh, cards I have is Noble Sacrifice. Uh, take damage from instead of an ally. Lucky Break. Play the card to negate damage from one attack. Fish wound. Cause a wounded extra to rise immediately, unshaken and unharmed. Get savage for the duration of a combat or scene. Get the benefit of any one edge. Rally all allies in sight. Immediately lose their shaken status. And dress to kill. Hero dresses up and gets a plus four to charisma. Okay. And finally, young Jean Lu has played by. How do we me? I am Richard, and I am playing poor, simple, humble martial artist Georgiana Lou. 
And this week, cards that I have are Rally. Everybody loses a shaken stator. Shaken in their boots cause everybody to go shaken. Turncoat. Hey, you're my friend now. Minor enemy over there. Last stand. I, uh, as long as I don't move, people who stand next to me getting plus two parry of toughness. Spurred on. We can go twice as far as we used to be able to. And Adrenaline Sir. Uh, somebody gets a new action now. Okay. That's odd. Huh. Do you have the rally card as well, then? Yes. Yeah, I'll swap mine with yours. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that is odd that there is a second rally card in there. I don't suspect there should be. They've replaced double. Um, I, I suspect this card just rules, just messes up the deck a bit. Uh, maybe. Who knows? Possibly. Meh. And that was that. All hey, right. What happened last time? Yes, Did let's have a recap. More exciting adventures. And they were so exciting that it's completely blown from everyone's memory. Uh, yep. No, actually, it was Joker's wedding. <laughs> yes, that's that is one on. of the things that happened. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. What, all right. Uh, great. Thank you. Okay. What happened? Let's see. We had Joker's wedding where uh, there was uh, basically. Um, an attempt on Joker's life that we ended up uh, thwarting. Uh, there's also, let's see, my my uh, my brother Zeke showed up, and he's a tex- Texas Ranger, um, along with uh, Lacey O'Malley and Isaac Bell. Um, and let's see, the turns out that Andrew Lane. The head of the agency, the ghost, uh, is missing, um, and was has had to do with uh, let's see, Gamora. Let's see anybody else. Feel free to uh, to chime in. Um, but basically, it had to do with the uh, Watleys, Watleys, um, who we'd run into before. Um, basically, it seems they may have conjured up an honest-to-goodness demon. Yes, which was already put down, and that's uh, that was when you were in Gamora the last time, that was the fallout that the whole place had pretty much been destroyed and turned into a ghost town. So that is in the past. That is not current. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Um... We also had a, an information sharing with the agency and the Texas Rangers, at least with members of them, and we had a big discussion about what's going on, and they never read any of our reports. But now we are somewhat more famous in their eyes. And they have yet to realize we're the cause of everything that's gone wrong. <laughs> yeah, and you forget the most important part for Sarah. Her brother showed up as a Texas Ranger. She mentioned oh, that. you did. You did mention yeah. that. Sorry. All right. And anything else? Um, Caledonia is now a wedding planner and on the side, as well as running a lingerie business. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, Andrew Lane, they lost track of him in the fallout from the demon trashing Gamora. Um, And I think that's pretty much it, except for the four guys that tried to blow up the wedding. Right, yep. Who were hired by enemies of Eddie's father. Mm -hmm. Yep. And some guy, I think his name was uh, uh, Fitzhugh. Mm-hmm. So what about Fitzhugh? Uh, there's an enemy of... 
Basically, Chris, anything you want to throw in here? Yeah, basically an enemy of Hetty's father that was trying to blow up the Jerker and Hetty's wedding. But other than that, I don't remember. Okay. We, d- we did stop them from blowing up the wedding. <clears throat> we definitely did that. There was some gun, gun battle. Uh, some of them died. One of them, I think, is still alive. And that's how we found out about the conspiracy to kill... Joker's um, wife's family. Boy, my memory is bad. <laughs> um, but you know what? It was all the alcohol that I had. That's what did it. That's it, yes. All the yes. wedding alcohol. Yeah. Yes. It was a good wedding. All right. Good enough. You want to add anything, Richard? No, I think everybody's covered everything they need to. So, I mean, somebody else called the bouquet. That's about it. <laughs> it was none of the um, named characters. <laughs> I'm going to get a private car to add to a trainer for our very own uses for going up to Gamora. Who us? Yeah. Yeah. I've just thought about that. We can't do not, not a private train, remember? A, a no, it was a private car to add to a private car. That is silly. I mean, because isn't it on a mesa out in the middle of nowhere? So we're going to need to get a boat from. No, no. It has oh, a train line that goes to it. Um, Gamora, Gamora is connected to. broken out. Wow, okay, that, that was not there last time, and it was on an island, because that is how Kang's people were getting on there and dealing with all the stuff. Yeah, and it's because I had to move it, because it made no sense in the modules the way it was put out, um, but, yeah. Now it makes sense for it to be there. <laughs> yes. And- Somebody, yeah, yeah. and for the deserted town that nobody has been in, that has slug monsters in it, that is a horror, horror-stricken place where people disappear, <laughs> it makes sense for it to be connected to a train line. Well, okay. I, I dispute that, but... All right, Richard, <laughs> Richard, Richard, let's hush. Just, just hush. No, I know. <laughs> the, the, were, we're, this is two different iterations of the game that we're working with, so yes, there, there are some continuity issues here. Uh, the way that they have the Knight of the Ta- Caretaker, which is the mission you went on on Gamora in this book, made no sense for it to be inland at all. No sense. Even that's where uh, it is put on the map. And of course, since that's where it was put on the map, and that map was taken from earlier versions of Deadlands, the uh, Pacific Rail Station is attached to Gomorrah. So I can only assume that perhaps maybe it had shattered in the meantime and now is an island <laughs> where it wasn't before. Which would sort of make some sense, I would guess, because this demonic battle was... uh, Here, let me show you guys a map. Um, Share sheet. All right, so this is the map of Gamora, as shown from the module from the earlier Deadlands. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) you can see where the the two big blast zones, the craters, uh, are where the beast stepped. So, if the thing was that big, uh, I, I would hazard to guess that maybe it caused something seismic, and therefore Gamora is now an island <laughs> and shattered off from the coast. Um, entirely possible. Uh, let's pull up the coast of California again and see how far inland it actually is on their map here. Yeah, it's actually right on the coast. Um, here, uh, here, let me share this map with you guys again, too. So maybe that's what happened, and it just wasn't uh, really iterated anywhere. If you guys can see the finger on the map there, Gamora is right on the edge of the coastline. And obviously they put the train tracks back because they need that to get up to Goodwill and beyond. Yeah. 
All right, so maybe that's what happens in our continuity is this uh, battle with Nick Niven actually caused a small seismic event, and so it is another free-floating island out in the shattered coast now, which means you could probably still take a train near it, but not to it. Mm. Yeah, and this line that runs right right next to it that goes through Shanfan all along the coast is now all connected from Perdition onwards. So you could take a you could take a train very close to it. Um, and get off there, or you could take a boat. Either one would work. Given that we're kind of dealing with the fact that it is an island in this continuity, it does make more sense for us to take the boat. Yeah. But otherwise, we still have to get somehow from the where the train is to where the island is. So, mm-hmm. so well, we could certainly of- say that the uh, the division is uh, like happened. Uh, uh, the rail ro- the rail mm, the rail station is still intact, and that's where the split happened. Like so, the the main part of the town split off, and then the rail station's still there, so that would still get you near it. You just have to get over to it. But yeah, either way, it's up to you. Uh, they just offered that you have a private car. Uh, you don't even have to use it for just this mission. You can use it for other things as well. Um, the nicety behind it is since it's a private car, uh, you could have it attached to whichever rail station you want, um, and you know you don't have to worry about uh, security or privacy. <laughs> you have to pay well, somebody to attach it. To no, you stuff. don't actually. Uh, with the private cars like this, they have uh, agreements. Uh, of course, in this case, it would be with specific railroads along this way. Yeah. But anything on the Shattered Coast, there would be agreement to tow it. Huh. Okay. Interesting. <clears throat> That's right. I'll just adjust the uh, REA speed wagon to have rail yeah, stations and then you have to drive up and down. <laughs> Remove the spokes and put on uh, the, the little railway uh, <laughs> tires. Yeah. <laughs> I just pull a lever and they just drop down into this thing. <laughs> you just got to be very sure of your railroad schedule so that you don't collide with a train. That's the, that's the thing. <laughs> so that's where you were left. Um, up to you how you're going to go about doing things now. Um, you, I do believe there was some agreement that you would look for um, the ghost. Yep. Yes, there was. Those are some big footprints. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Weird feet too. Yep. So in the uh, in the fiction, Gomorrah was such a small town beforehand that it wasn't even on the map. It was after its destruction that it became known. <laughs> uh, all right, cat off the book, and the character of Dragon as being played by one of Bird's cats. You don't even get a name check there, cat. You're not important enough. You're no. just gonna be known as the character. All right, so. What are you doing? Well, unless unless there is anything else to be done, then we are going to head out now and head to tomorrow, unless people have other things to do in town. Mm-hmm. Let's go to no. the ghost. No, yeah. Escort um, Caledonia back, but that's just along the way. Oh, so. Caledonia is actually going to spend some time here after she found huh. out that our good Dr. Beauchamp is having a house that needs to be well-appointed. She she has offered her <laughs> expertise. <laughs> and I will say, that's a wonderful idea. <laughs> uh, we'll have some nice, uh, a couple of nice dinners with Richard, and basically tell Richard uh, that maybe we should have a talk as to which house we should live in. Oh, 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 that's a little forward. <laughs> no, it's not. He's a, He brought it up. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Well, there'll be much blushing and muttering at that. And yes, we will have that talk as soon as you're back. Yes. yes. <laughs> Some of us aren't getting any fresher, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that the phrase over my dead body really holds no meaning for Sarah. <laughs> what does it? I've been there, done that. Um, so uh, what about the agency and the very and the Texas Rangers and that have come here? Are they all just going back now? Are yeah, they... they're gonna hang around for the basically the the that day of the wedding. Um and they're gonna leave on the train the next morning. So they hang around that night for the festivities, uh catching up with uh some people here and with each other, sharing a few notes. Of course you're invited to pal around and of course they would like to know where the best places in town are and you know are Sad to find out there are really only two places in town. Yeah, I was going to say we've went to two places. <laughs> See, I could probably tell them some good places. <laughs> I would like to hit them up on some occult knowledge. Oh, would you? Mm, mm. Yes, I would. <laughs> okay, I will just do, and I will spend some time reconnecting with my brother. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of news there, you know. There's a there's a woman in the picture now. He he might be getting married soon, but he's a bit young for that yet. He thinks uh, <laughs> cold feet written all over him. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I don't know. So I'll ask him, what does he think of Richard? Hmm. Oh, the doc. He's all right. Oh, not another one, sis. Ah, uh, you know me. Got to have a have a nice man in every port, right? You don't got to marry them all. Well, I haven't married any of them yet, and I, I'm going to figure something that kind of back and <laughs> so, forth. So when are you going to expand out the family line anyway, sis? I think that's your department, isn't it? <laughs> Blushes a little bit at that. Yeah, no, I, 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 I think we'll just take one day at a time for now. And yeah, I'm just going to assume that kind of banter goes back and forth yeah, for a while. Yeah, pretty much. You're yeah. catching up and continuing on with the, the teasing that always happens between brothers and sisters. You know? uh, other than that, uh, sure, Eddie, you can uh, try to get some supernatural knowledge out of these guys who are, you know, naturally by disposition tight-lipped about that sort of thing. <laughs> well, I'm going to try and show them around town a little bit. And- uh-huh. You know, not just go up to him and ask, but kind of in a roundabout way, just some triple A. And and here's where the giant beavers, if they were ever to come this way, would come right through. Giant beavers? Exactly. exactly. Yes. <laughs> the Fuzz out beavers. And... Yeah. And these were the where the undead Indians attacked and. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. You... You know, this uh, not too much has happened around this town in, uh, in that way, but you can show them around and, you know, they'll tell you a few stories here and there, uh, but none of them are too, uh, too quick to talk about anything openly that's supernatural, especially if you're out and about in public. That's okay. I'll just try, just try and get as much as I can from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're pretty tight about things. <laughs> you ask them about anything specific that you've seen, you know, they're more willing to to to, to share a few tips here and there if they'd uh, had seen anything about it. Uh, you know, especially later at night once you've gotten some drinks into them, but uh, <laughs> they don't share a whole lot. <laughs> All right, and uh, Richard, uh, you doing maybe it's young doing anything during the night or over the the time these guys are still here? Uh, Luke, you as well. Not overly, no. I might. Um, no, not at all. Well, then, uh, in the morning, then, uh, train leaves at 10 a.m., so they have a final breakfast with you all before uh, heading out. Okay. 
Uh, Do they? You're you're given a few uh, uh, telegraph, like you know, a couple of places that you can wire information to. Uh, they do tell you that, and, you know, as per normal, telegraphs are not the uh, most secure way to send any kind of information. Uh, but if you if you need to, you know, they tell you a few code phrases that they commonly use uh, for events that you don't want people to know too much about. So they pass that along to you. Who will help the widow's son? No, wait, wrong one. <laughs> oh, I have thought of a thing to discuss. Ooh. We are eating and it is over breakfast, so this will be fun. Um, I will describe to them in detail the <laughs> slug-like things that the Waitley's transformed into and ask them, have you come across this? Does As anybody know how to kill sausages them? sausages once you exactly. describe them. <laughs> mm. Oh, let's see, well... Around the table, those that actually have some occult knowledge. Let's find out here. Um, it left a trail of slime, uh, much like the juice that is uh, dribbling out of your tomato there. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. So your brother, or Sarah's brother, really has you know not heard of it and is looking a little green as he's uh, looking at his sausage on the end of his fork. <laughs> um, to the other guys. Um, one, uh, well, they're both from the agency. Um, uh, they think about it for a minute and, um, I said, well, um, uh, Mr. Young, sir, we, uh, these are, uh, two of the, um, uh, minor agents that are kind of tagging along. Uh, we ran across something that fits, uh, close to that description, but they're mighty, a bit much larger, uh, worms out in the desert. He kind of looks around the table to see if anyone you know, jogs in memory with anybody. It says, uh, uh, sandworms, we call them. Uh, well, there's a couple of different varieties. Uh, you guys are the only ones in the breakfast area at this time right now. Most people are either still asleep or have already gone to the train station. Uh, so, you know, he's talking a little freely. He says, well, they got, uh, they grow to all sizes. Uh, we see them as small as like a, uh, a cattle, a cow or a steer. And uh, they grow as large as well. Uh, building size are larger. Uh, you see them a lot out in the uh, the deserts. Uh, seem to be attracted to sound and motion. That doesn't seem to be quite what you're describing. Now we have heard, and they're they're kind of conferring with each other, that uh, these uh, these worm-like things. Um, we've 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 read some accounts where they're they take on kind of a, a human-like form where. Uh, they've got what appears to be appendages, arms and legs, and they can stuff themselves into, into clothing to, to vaguely resemble like a human. Uh, but, uh, they're really just a mass of writhing worms. That's the closest we can recall to what you're talking about. Again, they kind of confer with each other, but doesn't sound like what you saw. No, these were more people who had become worms rather than worms who had become people. Hmm. That is interesting. It's actually almost enough to put you off your breakfast, I say, as I grab another <laughs> slice of bacon. Yeah. More spaghetti, pretty, sir? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's pretty much stopped eating once the slugs were described. It's like, yeah, okay, more alcohol, please. I'm not going to stop eating. Yeah. <laughs> Neither am I. I'm going to keep eating. No, oh, that is interesting. We will... I guess look out for those worm creatures. And you look out for our creature worms, I guess. I don't know if you come across them. Yep. So uh, do not trust any worms you come across, I think is the general idea. Well, it seems that we uh, we 
well, all of us have a great deal of more digging to do, and there should be some greater sharing between our different agencies, it seems. Um, well, here's to the future of that, uh, future of any kind, it sounds like. <laughs> Raise your glasses to that. <laughs> yes. Um, clink, clink. Uh, where are we? Yes, eloquence provides only persuasion, but truth buys loyalty. <laughs> Everybody kind of smiles and nods. It's like, yeah. <laughs> What the Chinaman said. Yeah. <laughs> you got to print those on pieces of paper and stuff them in cakes or something. I, ah, small cookies. They're <laughs> portable. I do not cook. Yeah, Weebotai is vehemently shaking her head like, oh, he does not cook. <laughs> All right. So with a uh, you know, final drink between everybody, they, uh, they'll, they'll take their departure. Yeah, that leaves behind uh, O'Malley, uh, who's going to be minding the town for a bit. He tells you he'll likely stay around for uh, several weeks. So if you happen to be back before he heads off again, you know where to find him. Will you be? No, you will not be operating the telegraph. Oh, no. no. He has people for that. But we can always telegraph you if we desperately need information. Of course. Hmm. If that is a town. Oh, no, it won't. We did say Gamora was broken off from the land. Yeah. So, yeah, there won't be telegraph wires in that we could tap into to send back. Mm. Oh, well. No, there's some there other... telegraph lines Hello? along the rail road. Then, are we done? Anybody there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Jameis was just breaking up a little bit. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, you're yeah. coming through fine for me. Right. Everybody else is apparently complaining about audio problems. No, everything's fine for me. <laughs> okay. Well, ignore the fact that our ears aren't working very well. And See what happens with telegraph off. lines? Um, all right, so you guys are going to do what now? Have you decided to go by boat then? If that makes the most sense. For the- well, I figure go by rail to get us close and then go by boat. Rail is more sure um, as far as time goes because, uh, again, uh, the currents between uh, all of the, the shattered coast makes boat travel a little indecisive as for how long it will actually get there. Um, boat travel is actually the least... Uh, reliable as far as like time to get any place. Uh, rail would be more reliable, but then you'll have to negotiate how to get out to uh, the island once you get uh, to the uh, railhead. Uh, and as I said, the railhead's still there. It's on the mainland, and then the Gomorrah's been shattered off from it. So the Pacific Rail Station is still there. It's just a lot further inland than it yeah. used to. <laughs> yeah. um, can, can anybody here? Pilot a boat, captain a boat. Um, yeah, there's yes. plenty of places here. That no, you can... I, I am asking the group, not ah. NPCs. Yes, of course. And you would be okay to captain a boat at, in the middle of the night, in the middle of a storm, should we need to um, quickly leave I've the island for some reason? Done so already on the Gypsy Queen. We will not have a boat of that size. Boat's a boat. For five people taking us across. However big it is, we are not going to have a huge boat to do that. Put an engine on it, make the speed, be fine. Yeah, you're fuzzing out a little bit there, Jameis. All right, so back and rolling then. You were asking if someone could pilot a boat. Yeah, and uh, uh, Luke said yes, so there we go. Yeah, Yeah, that answers that question then. All right. So we are taking a train? Is that... I don't know. Did you see? Uh, the the bigger question is, can we get a boat here or do we need to take a boat with us? Hmm. 
That is a good question. We look around for Sam to answer it. Uh, well, good question. Because uh, so, <laughs> I mean, if we go, can't, then... Yeah, yeah. You can go down for perdition down to the uh, seaside and see if there is anything for hire. Um, there's not a lot of uh, people here that do anything uh, in the maze, but I mean, you know, there is a pier down below Perdition. That that was. I don't think that was the question. Ah. I think the question was, can we hire a boat at the other end of the rails? Oh, uh, hmm. well, you could telegraph the other end of the railhead and find out. We do that then. Hello, Gamora. Is there anyone there? Can we get a boat? <laughs> well, it's uh, again. It's the it's the railhead there, which is. Uh, <laughs> Hello, Gamora Two. Yeah. <laughs> Sodom. Even with <laughs> yeah. Sodom. Is the Pacific Maze uh, rail station uh, that you can send uh, a telegram to along the line? And uh, yes, yeah, yes, there is uh, a ferry uh, that's been put in place to get across. Really, there are ferry services now to Haunted Island, which covers slugs. Well, you know, it's <laughs> it, uh, it's for the tourists this is, and the kids. This is over yeah. the telegram. Over they just simply tell you that yes, there is a ferry service available. Wow. One way ticket, one dollar. <laughs> yeah. One way ticket, a hundred dollars. <laughs> I'll take two one ways then, please. <laughs> All right then, we do that. Uh, you're going to take your shiny new, uh, uh, your your shiny new uh, rail car. Have it attached. It. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a luxury car, so I mean, it's set up to have. Uh, it's got sleeping. You know, it's got the 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 beds that fold out of the the seats for sleeping arrangements, and it's well appointed. It's comfortable. So, more importantly, there are places to hold your guns and to store things. Um, actually, really important. Is there enough uh, enough space to store the copious amounts of whiskey that we have to travel with? Of course, of course. You store that in Eddie, right? Well, eventually. yeah, it's eventually. Travel times. We'll probably take a fair bit of arm, uh, things. That we never bother with armaments, even when we say, oh, you know, we'll take a shotgun and take a this and that. Everything. We never bother. We just go, okay, what have we got on our person at the time? Well, there's plenty of room on your uh, your car to, to carry along yeah. whatever you want. I mean, you're not going to be able to take the speed wagon with you, but <laughs> I don't no. know that. Which uh, makes me so happy when I'm there just to travel on a train, which doesn't. Mm. Uh, yeah, so we'll probably take spare shotguns and stuff and rifles and whatnot. Spare shells. And if you completely forget to use them. Dynamite. Of course, we need some dynamite. Yep, there is that. Well, huh. Trying to figure out which book the travel times were in. I thought it was in the main book. I have no idea on train times. I mean, there's boat yeah. times and car times suggest driving. Now, there's a chart on one of the Deadlands books that tells you how long it will take by boat, by train, by horse. Let's see. I'll have a look at my copy as well. Reloaded or classic? I think it was. I've I've only got the physical copy, the uh, the one book version, Deadlands Reloaded, instead of the one that was broken out into a uh, marshals and a players. I don't know if she had the marshals. So right. It's probably in there. All right, well, give me a second. Speak over if there's anything uh, in particular you're going to take otherwise. I'll just be right back. I've got it on my shelf here. Taking Dragon with me, of course. Vacation. Damn, we missed a scene. Confrontation between Dragon and Caledonia. Why would Dragon have a problem with Caledonia or vice versa? Well, because previously when they met, Dragon was a cat. Dragon is now no longer a cat. He's still a cat. 
as right. has been hinted at anyway. He's a cute wee cat. He's yes. a cat. We will think that. I don't care. He still doesn't like me as well, even though I. I'm no, really he likes you now. He does really? like you now. Yeah, yeah, that's the, one of the points we made. So he <laughs> does like you. Everybody is instantly suspicious of Dragon. No, just flick through the player's guide. No sign of any kind of travel chat. Travel times, page 15. <laughs> page one. This thing is really badly not numbered for anything. 14, 15. No, it just says the text time. It does not have travel times. Covers about 250 per All right, I got train it. Covers, train usually covers about 250 Two, miles yep. a day. 250 miles a day. Uh, that's what I got. So it's going to take uh, roughly three days to get from uh, Perdition to Gamora's railhead. Wow. That's a lot quicker than boat. Yeah. Boat looking at weeks usually. Yep. Yep. Especially since it's variable. Uh, there's a chart table to figure out what percentage of the actual time it's going to take, whether over or under. Just because the uh, the currents are so, um, they're not really mappable. Yeah. Okay. Well, it, at least it's a comfortable three day ride. <laughs> yeah. You can take on board some. Uh, well, you've already mentioned the alcohol, but take on board a bit of food uh, because it'll be a straight shot. Uh, they're only going to be stopping for water for the boilers. And presumably, they're taking other people to other cities, though, so they'll be stopping in great cities. Oh well, yeah, um, but those stops are generally pretty short. Um, you know, there won't be time to get out and, and do much of anything. Yeah, I was saying, I was saying, yeah, they'll be stopping mm-hmm. and stuff. <laughs> yeah, barely make it through Shenzhen. <laughs> yeah, we quickly put on our uh, best of roads as we pass through Shenzhen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> briefly. Yes. <laughs> Check over the wanted posters just to see. You know, just to see. Always check the wanted posters because you just never know. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, so uh, the train uh, is a very quick mode of transport uh, up along the coast here. Uh, as I said, you stop uh, for water at designated stops. Uh, those are usually uh, less than 10 minutes. And you stop uh, along the way each of these cities that you see here. So uh, right outside of Lion's Roar, right outside of uh, Shannonsburg. Uh, there are stops there. The stops are usually about a half hour to take on and disembark pay, uh, customers. Uh, and it, otherwise, it's very speedy transport. Um, the rail line between Perdition and Lions Roar is new and is also the, uh, the most comfortable stretch uh, where there's very little rattle from the trains. Uh, from there on, the train lines here have been around for a bit. Uh, they're maintained, but not nearly as smooth of a ride. But, you know, certainly good enough to uh, <laughs> to get some good rest on and repair. If anybody's down any uh, hit points or if anybody's fatigued in those three days, you're likely to be able to heal and rest up because there's not much else to do. Is anyone injured? No. It was only me that was injured, I think, recently. And no, uh, I'm fine. no, I'm fine. Okay, good enough. Uh, in which case, you will all uh, arrive at the rail hood, the Pacific Maze Rail Station. And so, yes, it, uh, it's been rebuilt a little bit. Um, now, uh, the station here is pretty much it's just a stop off. Um, they've turned it into a, uh, a water station. Uh, so the, the, the railroad has to stop every so often to take on water. That's what produces the steam for it to go. And uh, Pacific Maze used to be a railhead, like the stops at each of these other cities. But, you know, not many people are going to Gomorrah anymore. So now it's just a place to take on extra water for the most part. Uh, there still is a rail station here, like the, the building's still there. 
And, uh, you know, there's this one lone guy behind the counter that's just basically minding and taking care of things when you uh, stop off. It's very not very often that they have passengers <laughs> getting off here. Um, and so like on this map right here, this, let's just say that there's going to be a uh, right where the rail stations um, lines are on that street is where it's going to have shattered off. So like the coast is there now instead. And they've turned this into a roundabout so like the train can uh, do a round in here, pull on water and head back out. Even remember where we parked the car. <laughs> Tradition? <laughs> For this is going to be a long walk. The train car. Yeah. Uh, so this is its uh, its last uh, water stop before it gets to Sacramento, which is the next largest city up the railway. There we go. Uh, there are still some buildings on this side of the divide. Uh, so like there is uh, right here where it says the Road to Shan Fan. Uh, the Red Hill Hotel is on this side. Um, and what used to be a cattle pen is over here. There's nothing hmm. in it now. No one's is still, no one is still apparently living here anymore. The one guy at the uh, station is here to mine for the railroad. Okay. According to the map, the, uh, train doesn't actually go to Gamora. It goes from Shanfan straight up to Sacramento. Yep. That could have been, um, what the revision was in the new. Oh, dang it, cat. Uh, but I'm going to say this is where they're taking on water now. So there we go. Okay. Yeah. There's got to be a stop between, <clears throat> between Shanfan and Sacramento. There has to be a water stop. It, it can't go that far without it. So, okay. Cool. So yeah, you guys disembark, and there's one lonely guy that's just kind of minding the station here. He's surprised when you step off the train. Oh, <laughs> uh, what, what can I do for you folks? I look at a charismatic person. Mimitar, go ahead. <laughs> she sticks an axe in his head. <laughs> He just stares and waits for someone to say something. It's like, okay. Yeah. Wait, I could be wrong. Wasn't there a uh, a chapel in this uh, in this town, uh, St. Michael's? Uh, that's on the island, yeah. Yep. St. Martin's, I mean, yes. Yeah, he points over, uh, <laughs> over the cliffside and says, yeah, it's on that side over there. Or at least what's left of it. I believe there's still a sister that's mined in the place, but uh, it's pretty much closed for business, as is most of that town. I'm afraid uh, you've come at a bad time if you're expecting to get to Gamora. Oh. Well, uh, is there a hotel where we could at least stay for the next t- until the next train comes through? Well, uh, there's a hotel right enough, he points down the road. You can just see it on the other side of the crater over there. Uh, ain't really open for business, but I suppose you could squat there. Oh. I thought the hotel was also on the island. <laughs> no, the Red Hill wasn't. That's why you guys didn't okay. get to. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was. Well, where did we go to get the uh, guy's badge thing? Yeah, you went to the... Excuse me here. It might have just been a bar, but there was a thing with lots of rooms up there. Yeah. Yeah, this is the other hotel here. Let's see. It's got more than one hotel. Burn it! Gamora yep. <laughs> was a fairly large town. I mean, it was a boom town at its time, so... Uh, the operative phrase being was. St. Martin's Chapel is over there. Yep, and... It's on the coast, right? And there are yeah. no mountains around for it. Yep. Sorry, I'm just remembering a card from the card game that was based in Gamora, where there was a picture of a bloody corpse on the floor, and the mm-hmm. sheriff was going, yep, it was a mountain lion, 
definitely <laughs> that's what killed the person. The fact that he's nowhere near the mountains just makes it even more funny now. Yeah, yeah, they don't name the other uh, the other one in here, but you can kind of see it on the map, sorta. It's this big building. Uh, shoot, I don't have a pointer here. Yeah. I'm too used to map tools where I can ping something. That would be, should be something they should add to this. <laughs> nice little ping. You got to be kidding me. Can you see the drawing I've just done of an arrow to point to a place? Uh, no, I don't see it. Really? Oh, okay. Huh. Anyway, um, so yeah, it's just kind of a, uh, it's a bigger building off to the left of the middle stomp on the, on the map there. That was another hotel. Yeah, I see it. One block to the left of Hill Street? Yep. Okay, the big one that looks like a farmhouse with a top addition? Yeah. And okay. then this bottom part where uh, the Watley Estate and Elephant Hill Cemetery, that got cracked off too. So that all went over to the island. So basically right below the Red, the Red Hill Hotel is now has a scenic view <laughs> of the sea <laughs> <laughs> on two sides. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's still weather tight. Roof's still on there. It's just no proprietor anymore. Everyone's pretty much packed up and left. I believe, uh, sister, sister Mary Jebediah is still around down there. Um, minding the chapel, uh, a few days ago, there are some people through here, but, uh, we don't get too much place has pretty much been a ghost town since the troubles. Aside from all those people who were over there a month or so back, I guess. That was before me. Uh, I came in, dispatch sent me over here just to mine the water towers. And not exactly, you know, some earthquake or something, I hear. Some kind of natural disaster. At least that's what sure. the folks with all the badges said. All the badges? Yeah. Slick looking guys, black suits, had badges. Said some kind of natural disaster went on. And it was dangerous to poke around the buildings. Huh. They tell you where they were from? I mean, they're marshals, rangers. Well, there were some marshals up here. Uh, well, some uh, some rangers and uh, these these folks, uh, they're black coats and all. Uh, yeah, they just said that uh, some kind of earthquake uh, triggered uh, coastline here and just, just kind of slewed off into the water, just like it did you know, so many years ago. Huh. Well, uh... There have been some looters around. Uh, occasionally I'll see some boats out there, uh, people climbing up, uh, through the wreckage, figure they're just, uh, you know, uh, looting the place yeah, and none people... of my business though. And none of that's real property. I just got to mind this, uh, this, this place right here and watch to make sure the water tanks are ready for the trains. That's all that I'm worried about. Okay. Just out of curiosity, when's the next train, uh, heading out? Well, uh, he, he checks his timetables and he says, well, we should have uh, one coming back in the other direction uh, about this time tomorrow. Oh, okay. So if we're back here about this time, a little earlier tomorrow, we could hitch our car to it? And... Yeah, sure can. Uh, you'll hear the steam whistles go off uh, You about uh, 15 minutes to the stop or so. Uh, I, I, the, if you want to have your car hooked up at the time, I'll get that going and it'll delay them a little bit. But uh, don't, be, uh, don't be more than half an hour later after you hear the whistles. Okay. All right, that's that's very good to know. So that's a uh, fine car you have there. Fine car. You uh, you some big wigs. You work for the rail. Sometimes. Oh. 
is yeah. that car going to be safe here, or do, should we stay? <laughs> well, in? I'm the only other one around. You can trust me, ma'am. Okay. Uh, what time of the day is it right now? Uh, it's like late afternoon. It's like five, six. Okay. Um, it's dark. Uh, it's probably going to get dark in about an hour. Okay. All right. Well, th- thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Oh, not a problem. Just remember, once you hear the steam whistles go off, you'll be uh, you'll have about half an hour uh, to get back here. Of course, you'll hear the train on the line, no doubt. All right, people. Um, what do you think? Should we try to squat uh, somewhere in town, or should we uh, just sleep on our on our private car for the night? Don't all answer at once. Now, uh, just as a reminder, you were told what room that Lake was staying in at the Red Hill Hotel when he was oh, here. He was at the Red Hill. Yeah. yeah. I we were supposed to be investigating something. <laughs> I couldn't remember what the... <laughs> I'm looking confused. Why are you talking about all this stuff? Huh? Yeah, Lucas is looking confused. Yeah, just, you know, you stay wherever you want. I'm just pointing out that you were told which room he stayed in the last time he was seen here. I might as well see the sights. Might as well go check that room out, yeah. Uh, train person, I gather there's supposed to be a ferry around here? Well, uh, yeah, there's uh, uh, because like if you look down the cliffside, and uh, I haven't been down there myself, it, it looks a little bit rickety, but someone's uh, rigged up a ladder down there, and uh, there's a fishing boat uh, that takes uh, Sister Mary back and forth uh, every now and then. Uh, I'm sure that you can uh, hitch a ride with him. Hmm. Yeah, okay, so the so the Red Hills Hotel, where Lane was staying, is on this side. Of it's the, on this side, yeah. Yeah, so let's at least check that out first. Let's see if I can draw this here. Let's see if you can guys can see it or not. Um, all right, do you see that line I just drew? Can you guys see that line? Yep. Yeah. All right, so that pretty much that's where the new coastline is. So the Red Hill is now basically on a cliff. <laughs> So we're going to have to walk around or whatever that big square thing is there to get to it. Yeah, that used to be a cattle pen. Uh, there's nothing in it now, though. Uh, if you're talking about uh, uh, this thing over here. Yeah. Yeah, this used to be a cattle pen. It's, yeah, and you can easily get through that. Okay. The fence isn't even really up anymore. It's been kind of flattened down. All right. We mosey. <laughs> Okay. Well, the Red Hill Hotel, uh, for the most part, uh, is damage-free. Uh, the porch that's on the closest side of the depression, of which there's still, you know, you can kind of see the depression. That's what's on what's left here, uh, just on the edge where it's uh, kind of raggedy. Uh, it's destroyed what used to be the front porch of the Red Hill, uh, but otherwise, it seems to be in good shape. Um, there's you know, no no fires coming out of the chimneys, no lights uh, shining through any of the windows. It looks to be uh, pretty much uh, uh, vacant. Someone has uh, boarded up uh, some of these shattered windows that was on the porch side that got damaged there. Uh, other than that, that's the just minimal amount of damage. Uh, although, uh, as you're getting closer, you're noticing that there are an awful lot of bullet holes on the outside, like terracotta walls. There are some windows that look like they were shattered by bullet fire on the uh, lower levels. Does it look like the bullets were being shot from the Red Hill or into the Red Hill? Looks a little bit like both. Like you can see some of the glasses on the outside. Some of it looks like the glasses on the inside. Uh, looks like there was some kind of shootout that went on here with somebody inside firing uh, or protecting themselves from somebody outside. Hmm. 
I mean, we do know what happened here. Well, uh, you were told that uh, one that uh, they believe that uh, a big given was was uh, summoned, but other than that, there was also uh, a battle going on around it as well. The people that summoned Nick Niven were fighting it out as well, uh, so that may have been part of it. But definitely, it looks like somebody was uh, either ambushed here or was holed up here and was using it as a de- uh, place of defense. Do Texas Rangers use a specific? type of ammo or something that would be distinctive um some do uh the gatling pistol uh for instance is uh something that is in their arsenal but not all of them do can we oh no we don't have forensic uh what is it no not forensics. well you can use your shooting skill to figure out what caliber uh a bullet is if you can extract one that's not i mean you can that's within your knowledge skill if you have uh uh, any kind of firearm skill. You'll have to make a roll, of course, but you know you can use your firearm skill to figure that out. So at this, at this point in time, uh, there's quite a bit of different ammunition that's going around. I mean, a lot of people are still using uh, type of guns where you have to prime the black powder. Um, and there's, there is cased ammo is available. Uh, there's also paper, paper cased ammo. So there are a lot of different kinds of ammo that's still in regular use right now. I guess that would make, for instance, a bit harder. <laughs> uh, ballistics, he said, having remembered it. Yeah, finally. Okay. Uh, go up to the front door, knock, and then go in. Okay. Um, front door is, uh, well, once again, it's the, the devastated porch area. So the front door's got some boards over it. Uh, it's kind of nailed shut. Um, so, you know, the easy entrance is nailed shut. You can pull it off, pry it off if you want, or you can just go in through one of the shattered windows, whichever you wish. There's civilized people here. We use the doors. <laughs> okay. So you pry the boards off. It's easy enough. Um, pull open the front doors. Uh, the very entrance of the place is, uh, in shambles. There's a little bit of water damage, uh, where, uh, there was a little seepage in from, from rain, uh, that's come after this damage was done. So the, the, what's nice carpet is a little bit of mildew here, but not many feet into the hotel. It's still, you know, it's quite nice. Um, there's a things, a few things have been knocked over and it's a little dirty uh, as it looks like no one's come through and did any cleaning in a while. So the front desk is still there. Uh, it's got a brass bell on the counter, but, uh, it's quiet. No one's in, no one's lit lights. Do we see uh, any like blood or anything around? Yes. <laughs> there are pools of blood on the carpets here and there long since dried. Go up to the front desk, ring the bell. Service. Yeah, the brass bell has a bright ring to it. Uh, and, you know, after waiting several minutes, there is no service. Just have to help ourselves. Go around back and grab spear key if there is one for the room we are. Yeah, all the keys are uh, still laying on the tacked boards back there. Um, the key you're looking for, though, is not there. And then you notice that there are several keys missing. Uh, it doesn't take much rooting around, though, to find a master key. Hmm. That's what we've got a master key. We call a MIDI. <laughs> Or if we, if we really if we really desperate, you want to do something subtle, young, <laughs> actually pick the lock. All right. So Andrew Lane's room uh, is along the left side. Uh, this is kind of ba- this is kind of uh, as you can see there on the map. It's kind of a, an open rectangle design. Um, so his is on the left, which would be kind of facing towards the rail station there. And the room's a simple affair. It's got a comfortable bed, a wash basin, a writing desk and drawer. 
the bed is disheveled and the wash basins tipped over. The desks, which uh, normally rest against the wall, is kind of askew. Uh, quills, ink, and paper is kind of spread across the floor. Um, the papers, um, are there, is there anything written on the papers? Well, while you're in here, uh, does anybody have tracking? I know Luke does. If you can give me a tracking roll. Uh, Wimatai does as well. Okay. Yeah. So you can roll for Wimatai as well. And then if so, and everyone else will go ahead and just give me your notice rolls. What's a commander? Oh, there is. Tracking is a tracking skill. Yeah. I was trying to spot it immediately. Eh, nothing impressive. Uh, um, what was Wimitai using as tracking? Because she doesn't have tracking on that usage. Right. She is using, um, sorry, oh, survival. survival. Yeah. Woo, wow. She erases wow. all the tracks that she possibly finds. Okay. Uh, so the ink on the floor, um, it looks like someone set the bottle down and let it empty. There's not any spatter marks on the ink, or, uh, or there is uh, blood in the room as well, dried blood. Uh, but it doesn't look like anybody stepped through the ink or the blood. So, you know, there's no like smeared tracks around anywhere. It's awfully clean. And that seems a little odd. Uh, all of his traveling bags are missing, uh, clothing, except, uh, et cetera. Um, so, you know, all the clothing hooks, all of his personal items are gone. Um, let's see. Anything written on the papers that are scattered? Okay. Uh, no, no. It looks like this is like hotel stationery. So you've got the embossed Red Hill Hotel um, on the bottoms of each. So this looks like this was uh, just courtesy paper for the rooms. You said the desk was a little askew? Yes. Um, I'm going to, like, is it like off the wall or just twisted? What did you get on your notice roll? A five. Okay. Uh, so it looks like it was pulled away from the wall to actually use as a barrier. So like when you're, you lead down to the area that's kind of pulled away from the wall and you, you can draw a bead right out the window and you notice that there are some like bullet holes in it. So someone used it as a barrier. Ooh, that is not good. Okay. Yeah. I guess look under the bed and every, and, uh, everything else. Okay. All right, who got uh, the highest notice roll out of all of that? Eddie got a seven, but it's still only success. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, look up. <laughs> uh, look up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's a ceiling, all right. Um, <laughs> good to think of it, but uh, nothing spectacular about it. Yeah, but Eddie got the seven, so success. Gee, so, Eddie, um, as everyone's kind of looking around the room, I'm giving this to you because you didn't get any more successes, but because of your wolf nature, uh, you pick up the scent uh, of uh, an another uh, person in the area. It smells like he hasn't washed in a while and definitely smells male. Um, and so the, you kind of, you know, hmm, what's that? <laughs> you with us, Chris? His microphone has trouble. Oh, that is unfortunate. Yeah, which is, can you say something again, Chris? Oh, there you are. Yeah, we can hear very, very, very faintly, faintly there. I don't know why. Whatever is you just... Is this better? A little. It's much better than it was, but it's still very faint. Okay. We can hear you, though. Uh, so you smell someone else uh, around. Right. Male uh, smells like the person hasn't bathed in a bit. Uh, so you're just picking it up now. You're sniffing around. You kind of pick it up. Is he smelling uh, himself? <laughs> no. Uh, I'll walk around the room just to try and 
place it and okay. uh, see if it goes outside or whatever. Uh, it's not in this room. Uh, you're just kind of picking it up. The door is open. Smells stronger outside the door. Uh, I'm going to follow the smell. Okay. Uh, follow the smell and down the corridor at the very far end, uh, which would be you know, the other end of the square that you guys walked this way in, uh, you see someone kind of peeking out over the edge there. Yeah, dark skin, um, you know, male as you thought. He's wearing kind of a mix between like Native American and uh, in standard like cowboy clothing. He's got like a leather jerkin on, but then he's got like your your normal uh, uh, jean type pants on. I am going to pretend like I did not notice him. Oh no, he sees you as you walk out of the hall. Um, you know, and he he just continues to look, but he doesn't really dart off or anything. Um, I'm going to put up my hand and point to him and then like use my finger, like come here. Okay. Uh, he looks around for a minute, like, you know, just to make sure you're pointing at him. He looks behind him and he walks forward. Uh, youngest guy. He's probably not quite in his twenties yet. Uh, he has that, uh, Indian cast to his skin. Uh, but you know, as I said, he's kind of wearing some Western clothes as well. Uh, you know, he kind of walks up to you. He's got his hands out so you can see that he's not got any weapons on him. Uh, I'll, he eases I'll himself keep my over. Hand, I'll keep my hands out so he sees I'm not packing. Well, not carrying anything in my hands. Mm-hmm. And tell me, um, do you know what happened around here? Uh, he nods and he says, who are you? Who are you with? Uh, we are just looking for a friend of ours. Kind of nods uncertainly. Says, what friend would that be? Uh, he goes by many different names. Um, I kind of forget what his name is right now. I'll lean back into the room and said, who are, who are we looking for? Lane. <laughs> That's it. All right. Uh, he perks up a bit when he hears the, the name Lane. He says, oh, are you with the Rangers? Uh, we're with one of the groups that he's associated with. Okay. Do you have a persuasion skill at all? Oh, heck no. Okay. Well, just, you know, give me an untrained roll. Let me just see what you get. <laughs> there you go. All right. Um, sorry, I'm not seeing the eight. Very good. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. He nods. I said, oh, okay, good, good. Uh, yeah, I was I was around when he was taken. Uh, ra- you have other friends in there? Yes. Yeah. I'll raise an eyebrow and go, yes, I have some other friends that might want to hear this. Okay. Uh, he seems to be put at his ease, so he just kind of walks forward then. And, you know, he looks into the room and just shakes his head and says, yeah, it's a mess, isn't it? Uh, yeah, and, he, and he's speaking very much um, uh, like he's been westernized. <laughs> westernized. Like yeah, he whistles for a minute. Says, Whew, yeah, wow. Uh, number's been done in here. Howdy, folks. Howdy. When you say Indian, you mean Native American rather than... Yes, Native American. From India. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just double checking. <laughs> Do you react to Wimitai at all? Uh, no, I mean, you all are kind of a mixed, odd bunch to begin with. So, you know, so like, howdy. Uh, they call me Wes. Uh, well, <laughs> at least you white folks do. <laughs> Looking to the white folk in the room. <laughs> oh, hi, Wes. I'm Just Eddie. Well, give me a smarts <laughs> roll from uh, Wimitai. That's what, one white person in this room right now? Or obviously Two. white person? Three. Eddie could pass for Mexican. Luke <laughs> is an outsider who looks so he's different. He's white. <laughs> yeah, Luke is white. He may be an outsider, but he's still pretty much obviously yeah. white. White people all look the same. 
So yeah, give me a sparse roll from Wima Tai. I have. Oh, uh, I'm not seeing the screen. Seven. Oh, okay, seven. Uh, so she kind of mutters under breath. Under her breath, she says, "Sue." Uh, he's he's uh, he's from the Sue is. Union. She says to you, uh, to uh, sorry, to uh, Young. Is that a problem? No. Okay. Statement of fact: We're not we're not at war with them. Get get. Well, yeah. So he just kind of saunters in the room, um, and it just kind of sits on the end of the bed as you guys continue to look around. He says, "Yeah, sure was a mess." So what what did happen? Uh, well, um, to this room, um, I'm not exactly sure. Uh, that nun that's around here, Sister Mary. Uh, well, she was the last one I saw in here. I heard uh, sound of some kind of struggling. Um, I was staying in the room a couple doors down. I've just been staying here since, trying to figure out uh, really what to do about things. Um, and he just kind of shrugs. Uh, there was some kind of scuffle that went on. How long ago was this? <sighs> he thinks for a minute. Well, uh, it was a, it was after that big dust off uh, and the, the coast going off the uh, deep end there. And, uh, well, probably uh, maybe two weeks what day is it? I shrug because yeah. we've got absolutely no idea because time yeah, has always exactly. been really wobbly. Yeah. You tell him today's day. He's like, yeah, yeah, not quite two weeks ago. Yeah, uh, Lane was, uh, he was hurt and uh, whatever, you know, happened over there. Um, and uh, he was convalescing here. Sister Mary had come in and looked after him. Um, and uh, he was doing all right. He was getting better. I talked to him a few times. Nice guy. Um had a bullet wound. He kind of holds over his gut. Um, wasn't healing too well. Sister Mary would come in and look after him, uh, check up on him every now and then. Uh, he liked to write at that desk a lot. He's sending out a lot of uh, a lot of letters uh, down by the railhead over there, getting him back to who knows where. Um, I was napping. I heard some kind of struggle. I thought I heard Mary come in. Uh, earlier to that, just as I was drifting off to sleep, I, I heard his voice. They were talking maybe. And then there was a bunch of thumps. I heard some, uh, voice of a couple of men talking in his room. Uh, I went over after all this, you know, I don't like to pry into people's business and, uh, well, he wasn't there. I tried to get my nose out of things. He's a nice guy though. I'm glad somebody's no idea who did it. Well, no. Um, as I said, uh, Mary was around earlier. I, di- I didn't hear her leave if she did, though. I was kind of drifting off to sleep then. The guy's voice that I heard talking, uh, well, Lane was talking to him, too. I heard that. More of an argument. Their voices are getting a little raised. Uh, the guy's voice is very um, uh, cultured, almost English. Hmm. That doesn't ring any bells with other um people from the uh the, the agency that we've met recently does it i mean no, it doesn't sound like uh, Paul or but nicodemus was uh described as having that kind of voice nicodemus watley oh and he's one of the two who is still alive isn't he yes him and his sister mm-hmm. so was the uh can you you heard him? Did you see the guy that went in there? No, no. Like I said, I was uh, I was taking a nap at the time. Uh, I think it was their argument that woke me up. Uh, it was a little heated, um, at least loud. Uh, nothing. I didn't 
think too much of it at the time. I went back to sleep. Uh, but then later in the day when I went over and uh, uh, to take a look, uh, his door was opened and uh, yeah, Lane was gone. And his room looked like this. Have you searched it? No, no. I, I don't like to pry into people's things, like I said. Well, you don't remember what they were arguing about, do you? Um... He thinks for a minute. It's like it's it's hard. I, like I said, I was I was kind of in and out of sleep at the time. I don't know what if it might have been real and what I might have imagined or dreamed. I do know that after he left, uh, Sister Mary uh, said she had to take uh, a few more of uh, Lane's friends over to the church to be to be treated. Like they were uh, they'd been attacked or something shortly after that. Uh, and they were injured pretty bad. I don't know. Uh, if she got them packed up, moved them along, or if they're still over there or not, I don't like to go over to the the city after uh, after it kind of fell off over there. I mean, the whole thing might sink. If you I, ask me, I, it's full foolhardiness of her to be taking people over to that church. Oh, uh, it's on the other side there now, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You can kind of he kind of leans out the the window and he's like, you can kind of see it over there. Kind of points <laughs> out. <laughs> It used to have a cross on the chapel. It got blown off. Blown off? Wow. Yeah, you're. Uh, give me a medicine roll here, doctor. <laughs> okay. Uh, where are you? Oh, shoot. Where the heck are you? There you go. I'm not exactly sure what it would have been called during this time, but this this uh, kid, and he, I mean, you would still call him that even though he, he might be 20, but he still kind of acts young, is suffering from what, what uh, would now be called like PTSD. You know, he's, he's a little shaky and he seems a little confused. Uh, you've seen this on the battlefield a lot by people that have been... Uh, you know, battle uh, fatigue. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's probably what it was called. Uh, but yeah, so he seems to be a little, you know, he's... Just a little spacey and a little not quite present. Oh, so you've been uh, you've been living in here by yourself since everything happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't quite know what to do after all that. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's plenty of food around, and uh, you know, ceiling still holds out the the wind and the rain. It's, it's it's not a bad place. No, no, it is it is sound structure. Yeah, yeah. I, I used to have a job, and uh, you know, I guess I don't much anymore. Uh, what you used to do? Um, I was kind of an intermediary between the Sioux Union and Gamora. Uh, you know, my uh, you know, people of my tribe, uh, you know, this is their area. And, uh, you know, we were on pretty good relations with Gamora at the time. And uh, I was just kind of, uh, they're, they're local, just, uh, you know, I speak their language. I was pretty much, well, you know, I kind of an outcast. You know, my mom was uh, is, uh, one of yours and my dad was one of one of theirs and didn't really get along well with the tribe, but this was a great job for me. Was anyway, not much of a town now. Yeah. Yeah. My tribe won't let me back. They say the place is cursed and I'm cursed and they don't want any of that around them. And well, <laughs> I don't really got anywhere else to go. Okay. Well, I'm going to sit, I'm going to spend some time and just try to talk to this guy and, because he sounds like he's been out of human contact for a little too long. <laughs> and uh, in the meantime, this is... More than that, it's like he's uh, he's a little psychologically unbalanced. He saw something horrific or was experienced in something really bad, and it's, uh, it's not quite sunk in. He's kind of avoiding thinking about it. Yeah, I gotcha. But in the meantime, we've hit nightfall by now or not? Yeah, yeah, it's dark now. 
Okay, um... So, I'm... So, uh... <clears throat> so, do you want to try to, try to stay here for the night, or do you want to try to get over towards the chapel tonight? No, I wouldn't go I over there at night. Oh, I would not go there at night. Oh, really? Why not? They're... They're... It, it, it's not a good place, ma'am. I mean, you all seem like nice folks and all. I, I wouldn't want anything bad to happen to you. I mean, Sister Mary never stays there at night. At least where she can help it. Uh, no, where does she stay? Well, um, you know, that's a good question. I mean, she took those injured people over to the church. I, I, I guess she's got to be staying there, right? I mean, it's not like she could be taking them back and forth. There's only the one little boat that I know of. I have a question for you. Oh, sure. Could you describe... The sister to us, please. Uh, sure. Uh, 30-ish, uh, short hair, really thin. Uh, she's got a scar down her left arm. Does it kind of, it's kind of stiff. It doesn't move real well. Uh, she's she about has... yay tall. So, so she, he's measuring off about five, six, five, seven. Right. And that doesn't, that doesn't accord with the description we've got of she have, uh, dark, the she other have, Waitley. No, yeah, no, the other Waitley hair? is like, you know, just uh, unearthly kind of a beauty, you know, just uh, very striking. Okay. Well, she was before the thing happened. Mm -hmm. We know she might have been horribly discarded or... True. Uh, the one feature that may match between the two is that Sister Mary also has dark hair, uh, but it's short. Um, of course, you know, I mean, if you're thinking it might have been the Watley girl, she could have cut it. But she, the description's also that this woman is older. Mm. Ah, okay. okay. Yeah, Sister Mary's been around for a long time. You said she was in her 30s? Yes. Well, around the town for a long time. I mean, you know, she's uh, she's brought here uh, as a little girl. Um, the pastor uh, was killed during... he. Kind of his eyes kind of unfocused for a minute. He says, just says the bad time. Uh, <laughs> and she's kind of taken over the care of the people that got hurt during that and helped getting people packed up and, uh, and out of here. Mm. Uh, so Sister Mary is just helping people uh, leave town if they want to. Yeah, yeah. Those that uh, couldn't be moved, she took care of uh, as best she could. She's got a little bit of medical skill to her. Um, and those that uh, were just barely injured, uh, she helped. Uh, to pack them up and so um, yeah really, really great woman and of course a lot of people just left on their own of course after the he pauses again and he got you know once again his eyes kind of lose focus he says during the earthquake yeah so if you were going to leave you have nowhere to go well uh, this is fine they got a whole cellar full of food the roof's good uh, that guy down at the mail station, you know, we talk every once in a while. Uh, I don't think he knows I'm staying here, though, but I don't think he'd mind. Oh, okay. I'm going to let that go. <laughs> Fair? Yeah. How does all this jive with the fact that when we were over at the island, we saw no one there except for the caretaker guy? Yep. Okay. Yeah, the, uh, according to... Fact, wasn't other, the church buried? According to the... Church. rail. No, no, you found the cross buried, and that's where it got knocked off the chapel and okay. smashed the, into the, the earth. The chapel itself was still there? Yeah, the chapel itself was still there. Um, okay. the, the guy at the rail station pretty much told you that he'd only recently been stationed here after things settled down, so that would have been after the last time you guys were here. And uh, yeah, well, we as his story... You might, yeah, you should have probably seen Sister Mary, unless she was doing something else at the time. <laughs> Possible. 
And you also, uh, you never, you, uh, you stayed on the island too. You didn't cross over onto the mainland side where you are now. We didn't know there was a fairy circus. (laughs) There wasn't at the time. (laughs) (laughs) You guys got there shortly after everybody fled. Cool. Which all Um, this, you know, this, that was a long time ago in our game playing time, but, uh, in game time wise, wasn't very long ago. A few months, uh, maybe. If we want to, I can go check to see what condition the boat's in. If there is a boat. Or not. Uh, I just wouldn't suggest to go there at night. That's all I'm saying. Um, There there are things out there. You can hear them sometimes. You can see their eyes in the dark. Oh, do you know what time uh, the sister goes over in the morning? I don't catch her all the time. Um, I sleep a lot. Well, you know sleep is good for your health. Is it? Yeah. It really is. Yeah, he's starting to lose focus with you again. He's just kind of starting <laughs> to space out. Just kind of, <laughs> he's just kind of rocking on the bed a little bit. Wes, Wes. Huh? Yeah. Oh. Hey. Hey. So, uh, if we wanted to set up something to cook some dinner, where's a good place to set it up? Oh, hey, the kitchen still works real well. Uh, come on, I'll show you where their cellars are too. They got all kinds of food down there. Okay. Um. All right. I will let Wes lead me on a tour. All right. Uh, yeah, he takes you to the kitchens, which uh, you're still, you know, uh, still in pretty excellent condition. Wood stoves and everything. He's been keeping a fire going there so that he cooks up things here himself. He shows you where you know, they've got a root cellar, that there's a lot of stored uh, cool root vegetables, all kinds of stuff down there. There's uh, hanging pork. Uh, you know, there's, you know, it's a fair, fair larder down here still. Looks like people got out quick, took just the essentials, left everything else. On a rough estimate, how much time would uh, Wes be able to survive here by on his own? Well, the meats will probably go bad in the next few months. I mean, it's a good, cool, dry cellar, but you know you can only keep meats, uh, salted meats like that, so long down here. Uh, so that'll go first. But otherwise, I mean, he's got plenty of meat and rice to last, you know, years. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I mean, it looks like he could stay here for quite a while. He's like, yeah, this used to be a real nice hotel. Real nice. Here, look at this. They even got chocolates. Ooh, (laughs) Ooh, chocolates. Coffee. and Yep, yep. He shows you all of his his finds. (laughs) He's dug up in the hotel here. Okay. All right. Um, I've only gone into the uh, to the the staff areas here. I I didn't have the heart to look at any of the rooms. I mean, I didn't I didn't want to see any dead folks. I mean, I don't smell anything, but you know, there could be dead folks in some of those rooms. I don't open the doors. The ghosts can't get out. There's ghosts in here. I don't know. I didn't look. Probably a wise move. But he helps you uh, gather some food together to put together a meal. Okay. Uh, oh. I've really gotten a taste for this coffee, too. It's good stuff. Okay. Um, while he, okay, while he's doing that, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to drag, oh, I'm going to drag Luke aside. Yeah, what? Luke. Just so I can have a very private conversation with Luke. Yep. Do, you, do yeah. we want to try to, do we want to try to do anything and head over toward, towards that chapel tonight? Do we want to wait till morning? Should I put knockout drops in this guy's food to make sure he really does sleep? What do you want? Uh, I will leave the medical side up to you. Depending on what's happening, uh, 
well, we know what's over there. There's that caretaker guy whose name I can't recall. He's great. He's fine. Uh, but at night there was a fog and everything, and there was apparently things in the fog that we don't want to know about, if I remember. It's possibly not the best idea to go over there, but if we go over there tomorrow, then we're going to have a lot less time, of course. It is, of course, out of the boat at night, and you not, might not see the rock until you crash into them, because I don't, it's not exactly well lit over there. And I don't think we have a chart or anything available. Maybe we should just wait till the morning, but start out very early. It'll be safer. Okay. Well, let's, uh, I guess, hole up for the evening and uh, have a few drinks with our host. Okay. Uh, he's quite pleased that you decided to not go over there during the evening. Um, he just has this undefinable dread about the place, and especially at night. Uh, but he's quite happy when you guys decide that you're going to stay and, uh, you know, he helps uh, right. to serve. We and... have various well-defined dreads in other places. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, their, their bar is still well-stocked with wines and whiskey. And Did they get any AAA bottle. whiskey in, in time before the whole event happened? <laughs> Unfortunately, no, no. There's oh. no AAA in stock. But he pulls down a wine bottle and he seems to have been working his way through the stock of wine. <laughs> <laughs> pours it out for everybody he's, he's not a bad cook and it's like yeah we, we need to need to use up uh that beef and pork down there that that stuff will go uh bad in, uh, not too long but it's still good now might have to make some jerky out of it yeah maybe that's what i'll do uh so you're all looking as- for lane yeah a quick aside to wimatai just as it back on the island of i can't remember the name of it the uh indian nation conglomeration were there Sue there as well? Actually, no, you haven't told him Sue. Yeah. Would he fit in there? Yep. If she nods. Can't fit? She nods. Okay, so, yeah, so we have Sue as part of that. Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't know Sue, but she could say, oh, yeah. So, yeah, we may, maybe we could get him to go there then. She yeah. says, uh, it's possible that uh, because of what was seen here, uh, that his uh, his tribe has uh, forsaken him, saying that he is he was part of it or was cursed by it, and he's been, uh, he'd been removed from his tribe because of that. Uh, others not knowing the story would be accepting of him, but he's he's off. His uh, his spirit is tainted. Can you do anything to help with that? As she shakes her head. It says it's uh, uh, it's nothing that I can do anything he for. Does need some peace and quiet, and it would probably be better for him to be away from here. <laughs> and the heavy breathing in the night begins. Yes, it's, <laughs> it's that werewolf. <laughs> Mm, definitely. Eddie, roll over. <laughs> all right, all right. Good night. <laughs> roll away from the microphone. <clears throat> yeah, your your mic's a little close to your, your nose there. I think we're hearing your exhale. Yeah, I just had something That's to drink, better. and I moved the mic and put it back. And all oh, that we're stuff, good. So. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah, so, I mean, the night is <laughs> uh, quiet enough. And to Sierra, I'll ask, uh, is it, do you think it's just sort of normal battle Tego hysteria, whatever we call it, or do you think there's anything more powerful to it um, that would need I, to be dispersed? I don't think so. I think he's just saw something that he couldn't deal with, and he's still trying to figure it out. Uh, we've all been there. Yeah, sometimes some for some people it takes longer than others. No, we just repress, repress, and never remember it again. Just la 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 la. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, you guys going to set up any kind of watch through the night, or? Yep. 
I'll even let him pet Dragon if it helps him. Mm, all right. Okay, so there's a couple of things you see, see during the night. Uh, this side uh, is just fine. There is a light left on at the station over there, and occasionally you can see a shadow pass as the uh, uh, the lone guy that's manning it is uh, still up uh, fairly late into the night before the lights are, uh, you know, curtain drawn and lights are damped down. Uh, as far as across uh, to the remainders of Gomorrah, uh, you see one light uh, out there. Um, I can't remember if you guys normally carry around a telescope. Did somebody uh, have a telescope? Yes, yeah, you do. All right. Yeah, we started doing that because we need to see things. Yeah. So you can find out easily enough that the the one the one light that you're seeing uh, that's fairly bright out there is in the church. Uh, the lighthouse actually has got one uh, as well. Not the white. Uh, the clock house has one too. You saw that the last time you were here, which kind of drew you to it. So yeah, uh, two two points of light over in Gomorrah, but otherwise everything is dark. Could we say there was a church and the watchtower, the uh, okay. clock tower? Can so ask the other PC? You don't remember his name? Did he have a name? Was he just called caretaker? His name? The caretaker. Because caretaker's name. Yeah. It was Caretaker. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't remember. It was this tool. <laughs> he loved taking <laughs> care of that clock. Yep. And sure enough, come midnight, there are 12 tollings of the bell as the clock tower uh, chimes out midnight. Check watch. Ooh, yeah, good timing. <laughs> okay. Uh, cut to bright and early in the morning and mm-hmm. attempting to take the boat. Bright and early oh. in the morning. Um, as you guys are up, um, he, uh, Wes comes in and, uh, probably wakes up Sarah as he's, uh, you've been talking to him more than any. And he says, I just thought I'd let you know, uh, the, uh, the guy that owns the boat, he's, he's going down to the cliffside now. Uh, this is probably seven in the morning or so. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you, Wes. Thank you, Wes. I go wake up everybody else. And it's like, uh. Boat. He's heading towns with the cliffs. He usually has a cup of coffee with uh, with the station uh, conductor over there before he goes down. Uh, he's just heading over now. Oh, Wes, thank you. You're a gem. Coffee? I like uh, coffee. Have some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on the coffee. There'll be more for you. So, but I'm gonna go. I need to. We need to catch the. Uh, <laughs> We need to hatch the guy with the boat. Okay. We'll be back. I'll keep a light on for you. That'd be great. Be back before Caffeine. dark. Caffeine does a body good. <laughs> I like coffee. Uh, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll be back before the whistle blows and takes our train away. <laughs> it's not hitched yet. Uh, there's going to be because the guy thought we're leaving today and it's going to be hitching it up. Well, we're heading over there to like we're, we're heading over there anyway, right? We're going to the island, yes. The guy's heading over to have coffee with the station master. Right. So, yeah, so are we going so to the station tell, master? So we can tell the station master when we meet up with the boat guy. That is what Sarah is saying. Let us go and find them. And if not, we can always go and find the station guy separately. All right. Yeah. So yeah. Sure enough, there's a there's a squat older guy. He's going bald, uh, pretty rotund, is sitting down having a cup of coffee with the station master, who kind of waves at you guys. Says, oh, "Yeah, I told you there was some uh, guest here last night." And the guy turns around. He's got about four good teeth in his mouth. <laughs> he smiles up at you. You can see this. 
It's like, Morden, I uh, hear you all might need a ride across. Uh, yes, that's tr- that's true. That's true. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm the man for it then. I got a boat. I can get you all across in two trips. Uh, it won't take too long. Call it, uh, call it a half dollar ahead. Both ways, of course. I'll take you back later tonight or whenever you're ready. Okay. Uh, he pauses dollar. before he says that, like, you know, he's haggling. It's like, uh, oh, yeah, dollar. I'll give you this. if you <laughs> Half dollar ahead, half up front, half in the at the uh, on the return journey, he spits in his hand and sticks it out to you. Says, "This is the deal, ma'am." Okay, uh, I spit my hand and shake it. Sounds good. He looks over at you and says, "Well, we'll have to divide you up some. It's the smallest boat. I can take about uh, three of you plus me at a time." Uh, <laughs> chicken, a fox, fellers. and some corn. <laughs> <laughs> some of you heavier <laughs> fellers probably want to split up between loads. Uh, it's a fine boat, though, and it's not much of a row. I can leave anytime you're ready. Want some coffee? Okay. Uh, how do you want to split this? Badly. So yeah, there are six, badly. Four, four or five. So there are five people going across, right? So we yep, just right. do this just block. arbitrarily so say young. Young myself and Wimatai in one group, and uh, Sarah and Eddie in the other group. That's yeah, fine. Whenever you guys are ready to go, I mean, it's smooth enough. He's, yeah. That sounds vaguely speciesist, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's not trying to pull a prisoner's dilemma on you or anything. <laughs> no, 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 it's a rowboat. Uh, yeah. know, it's not that big with four people in it, uh, three of you plus him. You know, it seems a little unsteady, but he's a competent pilot. And, yeah, I'm uh, just he, sort of get the, uh, the, the the smaller people together, really. Because yeah. Luke's not huge, so yeah. Uh, he brought uh, we, we were would not want to uh, would not want the young to leave his side, so yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the most harrowing part of the trip is the kind of uh, it's got a rope ladder that uh, has been pounded into the rocks above and just kind of thrown down uh, below, where he's kind of rigged together a floating wharf out of just debris. Um, and his rowboat's uh, attached to it there. He pulls it out. Uh, the the climb down is harrowing. It's it's not much of a ladder on this you know sheer cliffside. Um, and then on the opposite end, same thing is rigged up. There's been uh, a couple of ladders set up here, um, so you can go up more than one at a time. But once again, you know they, they don't look the most stable. It's a pretty long climb. Anybody got a problem with heights as part of your nightmares or backgrounds? I don't think so. No. I think it's a for Yeah, I don't think Just so. Just depths. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think I'm good. Holes. Yeah. Okay. So that's a bit harrowing. And he tells you that uh, he's probably going to go back over, um, have a talk, and sit with a spell with the station manager next door. He hands you over uh, a mirror. Uh, it's got a hole in the top edge of it. He mm. says, uh, just kind of signal with this. If I see you, if I see you signaling, give me uh, 20 minutes or so, and I'll come over and get you. Okay, I'll, I'll take that because I'm probably one of the few who know how to use it. <laughs> he just kind of points out, do you ever use one before? You, know, you look through this hole, sight, in, yeah. uh, sight the sun in, and then just kind of aim it over there uh, yeah. to the windows of the, the rail station house. We'll see it. It uh, shines up mighty uh, mighty bright in those windows. I have telegraph as a language, so I assume I have a good idea to use that sort of thing. He just gives you some pointers anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All righty. Yeah, he tips his hat to you. Um, yeah, I assume someone's paid him. It's <laughs> his half, half up front. Yeah, I'll pay him this two two fifty. Yep. Oh, uh, I almost forgot to say. Um, 
uh, Sister Mary was out here uh, yesterday, and I didn't have a pickup last night, so you might find her around. Uh, she He describes her to you again. If you see her around, she may want to trip back, too. Uh, it is fine. I just wanted to let you know. When did you send her across? When did you go across with her? Oh, let's see. Um, early morning yesterday, you guys arrived in the afternoon. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. She's got one of the mirrors, too. She didn't signal uh, when I was heading back yesterday, so uh, I, she she's safe enough here. I mean, there's some tales uh, that the station manager has heard from some Indian uh, about uh, there being some critters around here at night, but I had never seen anything. Of course, I haven't really stayed here much after di- uh, nightfall either, so he just kind of shrugs. <laughs> I suppose there might be some critters out here. Just a friendly warning. Cool. Yeah, uh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, with that, he pushes off. Yep. Yeah, push off. <laughs> there you go. Right. Uh, not much has changed since you guys have been here the last time. The buildings are pretty much the same. It still looks like no one's come back to really do anything. Uh, some of the more windows have been broken down, but the rail attendant did tell you that some people had some looters had been through. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe the extra damage is due to that. Right. <clears throat> do you know who these looters were? Were they here? A couple of months ago? Oh, he's not here to talk to you, but he told you that the looter, he just sees them off and on. He'll see some boats down there. He figures like some maybe some fishermen have just been taken to looting up through there. It's not us. Hmm, I wonder if we left anybody alive when we ran away. I forget. Possibly. Um, well, we just didn't we just scare uh, what's-his-name off more than we... I don't know how much they killed, actually. I don't yeah, think they killed everyone. But didn't the slugs go on a rampage? You're talking about the caretaker, yeah. right? No, 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 no. The, the slugs, when they fought uh, Bad Guy Pirate, can't remember his name. Oh, yeah, remember you took caretaker off of this island onto Watley Island where all that happened. Isn't this Watley Island? No. This is, previously, it was all in the same place, but uh, you, okay, yeah, you that's put fine. them all yeah. together because you didn't know. So, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If so, they're yeah, not here, the same then... No, no, it'll be the same one, then. Uh, I just got to... Here's my map. Okay, I got my map. <laughs> all right, yeah, I still have it from that game. We're good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, right, the fan of... This sort of thing. Yeah, Shang Tzu's camp, that was it. Mm-hmm. We kind of ravaged them. I don't know if any of them are still alive or not, or they got rid of them all. Yeah, that's, uh, there's the Watley from the mansion into the seaside caves into Shang Tzu's camp. Yep, yep. I found that. That's what, oh, that's who it was. Yeah. So all of that will be, uh, let's see, on this other map we have here, you can see the ruins of the Watley estate. Is there? Yep. And so the caves will be going off the. Let's actually turn it ninety degrees. So the caves will actually be going under the Watley Estate to the west side, and that's where Sung Zhu's camp was, where they were mining the other side. Of course, that could be what the guy was talking about from looters too. Hmm. Yeah, you could have thought those guys were looters. That is what we were trying yeah. to work out there. <clears throat> could be. Yeah. Could be. Oh. To go to the church then? Or do you want to go say hi to caretaker? Yeah, say hi to caretaker. That's up on the hill, remember? That's, you know, mm-hmm. we're not. I'm saying we can't, just that it's out of the We're closer to the cemetery. Ah, chapel. Yep. 
those are the two active places you saw last night anyway. They both had lights on them. Um, and you know from talking to Caretaker last time, someone does have to keep up with the timepiece for it to continue to toll and all that. So he must still be there, or at least someone is there, mm-hmm. if the timepiece is still going off. Caretaker, chapel, chapel, Caretaker. Well, no matter what, we have to say hi to the Caretaker. So <laughs> He will be angry with us. If yeah, if the chapel is on the way, let's hit the chapel first. Yeah, you'll hit the chapel before you'll hit uh, the clock tower. We do so not want chap- you see caretaker. So caretaker first. will be angry with us. Caretaker what? is guarding the people whose books we burned. What? Oh, oh that's yeah, right. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, chapel skipped care. <laughs> we burned. It was just we, white man. <laughs> <laughs> That would be you, the same actually. We that released them from the from their horrible imprisonment underneath, which was just. That is the same we who did that. <laughs> hey, you did them a favor and you burned their books. So it's a toss up. <laughs> Could go either way. <laughs> so let's check. Chapel. All right, chapel first. Yeah, that uh, is where the that is where uh, they said that the sister was mm-hmm. working on people, right? Yeah. So coming up to the chapel, uh, you hear uh, a feminine voice is singing some hymns. Um, it's a good, strong voice, if not completely in tune, but not horrible. Definitely not a professional voice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, the doors are opened, um, and you can see that some care has been taken to the place. It's like, you know, the, the front porch has been, you know, uh, brushed off. Someone swept, uh, the glass, the glass, uh, in what's left of the glass in some of the chapel areas have been cleaned. Um, and so yeah, you hear, uh, some singing inside, um, just from one voice, uh, step in and, uh, there is, uh, as a previously described woman who's kind of standing at the front, uh, hymn book in place. And she's kind of singing out as if there were a congregation there. Uh, just checking something, Bert. Sure. Previously, the monsters on the island didn't like the cross. And they didn't away like from the cross. It. Yep. Am I happy around this area? Ooh, that's a good point. Give me a spirit roll. Oh yeah. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. Um, dragon is a little anxious. I assume you've got dragon with you as usual. Yeah. yeah. Usual, okay, yeah. but he's a little anxious. You know, he digs <laughs> into your shoulder a little bit, but he's Ow, still staying there. <laughs> uh, and Sarah, you're fine. You don't have to do anything. Uh, so you come in. The place has uh, changed a bit since, uh, you're, well, you never really looked into this before other than looking through. Uh, some of the pews have been cleared away and there have been some cots set up. Um, you see some medical supplies nearby, uh, like medics bags, some uh, towels. Uh, an obvious surgical station has been set up, uh, although she's the only person in here now. And as you kind of step in the door, she smiles and she continues to sing as she waves you in. Kind of motions to like take seats. Okay. Yeah, I walk in yeah. and have a seat up near the front. Mm-hmm. As, we, uh, as we take a seat, looks look around. Is there signs of anyone else here? Uh, no, no. Uh, it looks like there Excellent. were people on those tables. I mean, they were. Yeah. You, know, you can see dried blood here and there, um, but it's not really a lot of places a person could hide in here now. Uh, the altar's still there. I suppose some people could be behind the altar, but yeah, no real signs of anyone else on here now. Uh, she finishes off. She smiles at you all and says, welcome. We haven't had anyone in the church in, in quite a while. 
this is uh, just an unofficial gathering today. Uh, I just like to keep things up. Uh, she kind of steps down to you all. Would you all uh, like to grab your hymnals there and turn to page 35? No. Um, okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to at least look. Okay. Uh, Luke does, because it's sort of reminding him of some of the times in his childhood where he did go to church, and this is the sort of thing that happens. I'm going to open the book upside down and <laughs> just breeze through to a page. <laughs> All right. So I will turn to page 35 and see what it is. All right. Uh, it's just an old, old hymnal. It's probably one that you're quite familiar with. Um, they do a lot of, uh, I'm not going to really call it non-denominational, but there are a lot of hymns through, uh, through Bath, uh, Baptist, through Protestant, through, you know, th- that are the same hymn through a lot mm-hmm. of them. Uh, and it's one, kind of one of those. And so she kind of uh, meters out a one, two, and she starts singing and kind of exhorts you to sing along with her. <laughs> look, look cool. Yeah. It's starting to feel I'm a lot like a Sunday, well. Luke, that uh, <laughs> the ruler being slapped across your fingers and <laughs> from the nuns. To be a Right. Yeah, Sarah uh, will sing along. All right. Yeah, so anybody does, so she, she smiles. She, she doesn't you. react to me openly saying no. 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 Okay. She doesn't. Uh, but she's kind of glad for for a little bit of support, and so you know she, once again, she's not a great singer herself, uh, but she makes it through to the end of it, and she you know, smiles and puts away her hymn books as well. It's a lot better with a a piano accompanist, but uh, I'm afraid our pianist isn't uh, isn't around anymore. Um, hard times, mm. hard times. Um, did you all come to uh, uh, say a prayer for a, for a departed member, or or are you looking for family? Um, I can help with both of those. Um, well, actually, we're looking for a, a friend of ours. Oh, yes, yes. Um, were they a resident of Gamora? And she kind of heads over to the altar and pulls out a couple of books. Uh, we got a registry for uh, for most of the, the citizens here. Uh, can you tell me what family? Um, um, actually, were they members was, of the church? Uh, I don't know if he was members uh, a member of the church or not. He was actually just passing through. Oh. Um, but Wes said that you were taking care of him. Oh yeah, Wes. How is he? Is he still staying over at the at the uh, hotel? I told him he should probably move along, but yeah, he probably should move along. But uh, right now, he was, he was having a cup of coffee and uh, relaxing, and I think he was pretty glad of having the company. We stayed there the night, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was he was a little broken after the events that took place here. Uh, most can't describe it or remember it well. Uh, those that can tend not to talk about it. Uh, Fred West was a little, um, something inside of him broke. Uh, he hasn't quite been the same since, but he's a good boy. He still has a life ahead of him. I just wish he had let go of this place. Uh, who were you looking I think for? He, oh, his, his name is, uh, Mr. Lane. All right. Um, okay. So, you know, she gets a little less friendly with that. And she says, who did you say you were again? Oh, I, I, I actually, I, I didn't, I didn't. Um, it's just that there is a person that we were. Uh, by this we, time, Luke has gotten out his ID for the Van Dorn agency. <laughs> okay. Yes, just, we're, you're displaying it. Yep. All right. She yes, looks at it. Uh, go ahead. Keep going, Sarah. Okay. Yes. We were just looking for one of our colleagues. Um, and he, we fell out of communication in this area, and we just wanted to. We were just calling, uh, coming by to check up on his well-being, and we heard that you were actually t- taking care of him for a while, and we just wanted to check on him and send 
Take that appropriate information back to his family so that they know that he's okay. Uh, you give me a persuasion roll. Uh, Luke, she looks at your badge and she says, you like a Pinkerton? Uh, along those lines, yes. We're not uh, as well known out here on the West Coast. But you, uh, we're trying. <laughs> we, we, we're, we're number two, but we're trying harder. You uh, work with those uh, <laughs> Ranger boys or uh, that other agency we, that's about? We, ha- we, we, we do have connections with both the Rangers and the agency. And in fact, we're somewhat acting on their behalf with this investigation. Okay. Uh, nine's pretty good. Uh, for Sarah, that's that's fine. So <laughs> she loosens up a little bit between what you and Luke are saying, and she says, "So you know what happened here? Then I mean, what really happened here? Is that what you're here about? Is that what you're looking for Lane for?" We know a little bit about what really happened here, but actually, we just want to check up on check up on someone and make sure they're okay. Well, Send there, word there are a lot family. of someones that are interested in Lane. Uh, you did drop the name, so he's like, there are a lot of people that are interested in Mr. Lane. Uh, Mr. Lane's an important person, and I don't know that I should be talking much about his business to people I don't know. So you tell me, what happened here? It seems to be, you know, she's questioning you. So what did happen here? Well. The truth. The Watleys did something they should not have done, called up something they should not have called up, just one and of caused them. A lot of, the others are fine. And caused a lot of devastation here and ruined, ruined this town and the livelihood of a lot of folks. All right, yeah, she'll nod. Just, okay, so you do know what's going on. Okay, okay. Um, well, uh, I suppose the those that wish Mr. Lane harm would probably know what's, what's going on as well. Um, you said you do some uh, do some work with uh, the Rangers and those uh, that other agency. Um, mm-hmm. Who sent you on this? Give me a name. Who who do you report to? I look at people who may have actually taken note of the names. I have no freaking memory. I remember Isaac Bell's our one, but I don't remember who the other two were. Was Zach the uh, ranger uh, Yes, guy? your brother said that he was here, so yeah. you was, could use his name if you want. Uh, I'm not going to use my brother's name. I'm just going to – no, no, I will. I'll tell my, uh, well, my brother, my brother, Zeke Beauchamp. Oh, Zeke. Yeah, he was here with the Rangers. You're his sister then? Yes. Well, Zeke was a good boy. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, his mother doesn't think so. Well, <laughs> he said you had a, a a little bit of back talk to you. He, she says that kind of gentle. <laughs> um, well, um, yes, uh, I knew Lane, um. Uh, pretty well, mostly in uh, trying to get him back on his feet after that. Uh, him and some of his men. Uh, there's certainly a tale to tell there. I don't I don't know quite know where to start. What, uh, do you have a particular question? If not, I mean, I can tell you I can tell you where I stepped into this and, and, uh, and what went on from there. Um, I may know more than that story will hold, but I, I don't know what all you're looking for, so questions might well, be good too. Well, he disappeared. Oh, we he didn't, didn't disappear. To... Okay, that's the problem. Is well, he fell out of communication, and uh, he didn't report in for just long enough that everybody got worried, and so we're just checking up on him to see if he's okay. If not, to uh, if he's not okay, to. Uh, 
recover his remains and bring him back to his family. <laughs> well, um, I'm certain he's still alive. Uh, well, in that what Mr. Lane is can die. Um, if that's a bit confusing to you, then maybe that's a story that's his to tell and not mine. Um, but here, uh, she kind of, kind of comes over and sits down with a pew next to, uh, uh probably next to Luke. Um, she was, he, she was more reassured by your badge and mm. what you were saying about that. And says, well, uh, I have been, uh, working, uh, in Gamora as a while. Uh, I, I came here and, um, my late teens, uh, to do service to the Lord and, uh, over this, uh, chapel here, uh, the father was, was killed in, um, the battle with Nick Niven. And, uh, that's, that's the thing that the Watleys, uh, summoned up, uh, during that battle, um, there are a few of us that saw what, uh, what your Mr. Lane can do. Uh, uh, he let a little bit of that out and whatever was in Mr. Lane had a score to settle with that, uh, with that Nick Niven and they went at it. Um, Mr. Lane, uh, took some grievous amount of damage from that, but he was able to, to take down Nick Niven and him and the Rangers and those other, uh, agency boys were able to put it down, left nothing but its skull, uh, uh, then I saw it. Uh, one of one of Lane's uh, one of Lane's friends, one of them agency boys, shot him. Um, he seemed to be doing okay to that point, and then he uh, he just went a little wild, um, killed some of his own boys, killed some of those rangers before he was able to get a hold of himself. Um, he dropped on the spot. Uh, I was the only one still there that witnessed any of that. Uh, I did what I could for those that he damaged. They were pretty much dead though um i took to healing mr lane and uh again it's his story to tell i'm just going to say that uh my healing was uh was limited but he was able to pull himself back together anyway uh, he stayed over at the red hill uh hotel for a while after that kind of gathering himself and putting himself back together. I help him write a bunch of correspondences and we get, uh, got sent out on the mail trucks, um, uh, to various people. Um, it seems Mr. Lane was prone to visions and he had a, had a mighty powerful one wherein he saw himself losing control again and becoming, a becoming a menace to those that he loved. And he sent out, uh, he sent out warnings. Um, I don't know exactly to who I did pry into that. Um, but he, told me what he was writing um, and that if his people were to see him again, um, that he would likely not be on their side, uh, as he put it, and that he was to be put down. Uh, I don't know what all that means, but after seeing what he did to that, that thing and what he became, um, she crosses herself a bit. I know there's a good man in that body still, but there's something else in there with him that is, is far from good. But, um, Whatever it was, he got a hold of it again, and he was he was okay during the time that I was administering to him. And then uh, you said that uh, that Will uh, had said that I had visited him before he disappeared. Is that right? Yes, he did. Well, he found his room, and we just were a little concerned concerning the state of the the hotel and the room. Yeah, and that wasn't me. Um, there was another lady here, uh, dressed up in, uh, well, in a, a nun's habit, uh, 
kind of one of those uh, uh, Catholic, more more Catholic habit. Uh, Spanish-looking woman said she had a gift for him, some kind of cross. Um, I, I heard about it. Uh, well, it, it's it's very odd. It's um, well, let me just tell you the story as it was told to me. She brought him a cross. Said it was a gift uh, for helping. Uh, helping some people here. Um, she sort of knew what went on and knew that, uh, he had a fair amount to do with getting rid of the dangers. And anyway, uh, the cross seemed to have a, had a, an effect on Mr. Lane. He, he lost control again. Um, he held together, uh, long enough that, uh, he was able to, to tell me about the meeting, uh, about this, this, this woman in uh, nun's habit. Uh, and that, uh, he, uh, he had to leave, uh, before he became a danger. Um, and if Will told you that he was speaking, speaking to some other men after that, I don't know. That was after, that was after he told me this, he told me to, to leave, uh, to not come back for at least a couple of days, uh, that I was in danger if I stayed around. So I came here and, uh, after a few days, I went back, uh, uh to check on Mr. Lane and he was gone. You do not know where he went? Um, all of you guys go ahead and give me uh, smarts rolls. Just, uh, yeah, just straight smart rolls. Durr. <laughs> Semi-durr. No, all of you guys got at least a success. Uh, the, the habit, oh. the nun's habit she describes when it's like uh, uh, sort of a Catholic habit. Uh, but it's not quite. And of course, uh, I, I didn't give you guys a great description. But your characters kind of get from what she's talking about, that that sounds an awful lot like the habits you saw in lost angels. Catholic, but not quite. Oh crap. Grimes. Oh yeah. Grimes. That dirty little runt. All I know is that the last time I saw Lane, that he was fighting to keep whatever it is he holds inside of himself. He was fighting to keep it bottled up long enough to get me safe and to let me know that something had happened. But as far as being taken, I highly doubt that. In the condition he was in, he was moments from letting that thing free. If anyone tried to take him or cause him issue at that point, I don't think there'd be much left of him seeing what that thing can do. I'd say more likely he left on his own. Might have had words with someone before leaving, but... Uh, he probably went off to keep other people safe if he really thought he was about to lose control. You still have to find him. The only other thing I know is uh, uh, that premonition he said he said he saw that vision he saw and he, that he wrote some letters to some people. Uh, might be that you can find he wrote several copies of it. Um, I sent a few off. Um, did you? It sounds like you were over at the hotel. He checked his room. Um, maybe yeah, maybe there was a an early copy that was left. Maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe he. Um, wrote out what he was thinking first before he, uh, got the letters composed. Um, maybe he still got mail at this train stop. Uh, maybe he didn't all go out. Um, I guess we can check at the train stop. Somebody spilled ink all over everything at his hotel. Well, certainly sounds like, uh, he had a row with somebody then. You said his, uh, his place was, uh, a mess? It was very much a mess. In fact, uh, talking with, uh... <laughs> Is it Wes or is it Will? Uh, Wes. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm probably waffling between the two, but let's say Wes. Okay. Yeah. Talk, talking with 
talk, talking with Wes, we were at first a bit afraid that someone had had uh, harmed you. Really? Wes was concerned? Uh, what did he say? Oh, he just said that he had heard some sort of altercation and that he hadn't seen you leave. And so he was... so. Looking at the state of the room and hearing that uh, both Mr. Lane and you were gone, we were concerned about you as well. But we found you, so it's good, right? Mm-hmm. I give her my best smile. Yeah, uh, well, uh, as I said, after Lane's warning, I, I, I stuck here for a while. And uh, you know, during the time I stayed here, uh, I started cleaning up the church a little bit and decided that uh, there was still a good spirit about it and that maybe somebody would come come to worship or come to look for some lost uh, relatives, and I thought I'd make myself available. So I stay here when I can. Um, there's not a lot of uh, not a lot of food or any way to store, so you know I, I bring a couple of days' worth, and that nice boatman ferries me across. Um, he charged me the first time, but he hasn't charged me since. Hmm. I think after he found out what I was doing here at the church, he felt bad about it. Well, you should definitely talk with Wes, because there's a lot of food at the hotel and honestly some of it's going to go bad before he can actually get to eat it so he should share some with you at least okay i'll do that it sounds like wes is not doing so good from what you said or maybe worse than the last time i saw him um have you ever had any experience with any soldiers from the war a bit. Um, I, uh, I, uh, I, I had to attend to some. Uh, yes. He, he is very much... I, I, I spent some time on the battlefield um, in the medical tents, and he very much reminds me of those soldiers that saw too much and had too much coming into them at one time and just could not really handle everything so he needs some he needs some peace and quiet and a friend and a friendly ear now and then to to basically reorient himself to the real world he he, he tends to want his his mind tends to wander off and he's very he's very afraid of things okay uh well certainly i'll check in on him then um sorry i couldn't be any more help with you uh for lane oh no you uh, you've been quite helpful you said you took some of his mail to the station, though. Do you remember, happen to remember who it was being sent to? Um, uh, I remember the address to name. So I can't remember the address, though. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. Uh, you know, the, the name is fine. Uh, sure. Um, and GM has to look it up real quick. This would be the <laughs> agency officer, that you, the, the main guy that you spoke to in town already. And obviously, he never Court? got it. Court Williams? Court. Yeah, that's it. He oh. never got it. Or at least if he did, he certainly didn't mention it because he still thinks uh, that Lane is missing. Huh. Oh. Huh. Well, that is interesting. Mr. Williams didn't quite get the mail, so maybe it's uh Well, that's still odd. There. I mean, I handed it to the station master himself. It uh, might not have gone out. We should, uh, maybe we should check with the station master. Well, he'd certainly be able to tell you when it got posted, if nothing else. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's mail. Sometimes things take a little while to get from from one place to the other. Mm. Yeah, I was just, just wondering, have you had to meet the other inhabitant of the island here? Well, I know there's somebody that's taking care of the clock tower over there, and I've, I've gone up mm-hmm. a few times and knocked on the door and, and to see if you would like to share a, a meal with me or so. He seems to be... Um, 
I don't know if he's touched in the head or if he has a physical ailment. He seems to limp and uh, he seems to be a little shy, uh, but he's never answered his door for me. Hmm. But he keeps the clock going. I'll just smile at that, <laughs> remembering back to what the caretaker is. <laughs> All right. Uh, so do you have anything else for her? I have nothing. I don't have much of anything for her now. All right. So what to now? She'll go back to just basically tidying up the church and such, um, if you don't have any other questions for her. No, not at all. Well, I, just, I would still like to pop by and say hi to Caretaker, regardless of <laughs> any sort of book situation. I think Eddie would probably want to come as well, I the feeling. Yeah, I would. It was a nice no guy. One, yeah. No one else has to come. Oh, no, I'll go see him. Okay. <laughs> you know they will kill you, yes? No. No. Won't kill me. Because. <laughs> I duck well. So you wish to go <laughs> over there and provoke them and tell them that you are on the island. That's fine well, if, you, can... if that is what you wish to do. But we burned the things which could have got them out of the state they are in. They are not going to react well to your presence. You think. You don't know. Would you? Depends. On what? Or do they actually know that we did the burning? And if it it actually mattered to them that they lost the books or not? You never know. And if we actually bring it up. We prefer it this way. (laughs) Yes, I certainly prefer their priceless knowledge destroyed. (laughs) Let's go say hi anyway. You don't have to come young. You can stay here if you want. No one's forcing you. You are... I'm not going to leave you to go off and visit the things that will kill you on your own. I am merely pointing out that doing so is a bad decision. I will come with you if you go. All right. We're going off to our death. Story of my life. Yep. Okay, but we go off to our death and game over. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. So you go to the clock tower then. Uh, Well, we'll pass by the clock tower, but he stays at the ruins mainly. He just comes to the clock tower at night to fix it. All right, so you want to go to the Watley Estate then? <laughs> As we are heading there, is this a great time for a break? Uh, yeah, I wasn't going to go too much longer. Actually, there's uh, reading okay. over this next part. I'm going to have to do some more, a little bit more revising. So because we okay. messed up your plans by coming in before. Uh, sort of, but not not so yeah. much. It's just a few things I've got to revise that I'd like to have time to do. But um, if you want to take a break, we can. I mean, I still got. We still have no, to just- do a few things. Yeah, just a minute, a fast sure. one. Yeah, sure. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get back then. Um, all right. So you're done with uh, sister, and you're heading over to <laughs> the Watley, the remains of the Watley Mansion, uh, which is looking a bit worse for wear than the last time you were there, uh, considering fires were set and <laughs> some underground excavation was done. Um, so it's sagging a bit more than it was before, and there's a bit more places that are exposed uh, than were before. Um, just going to go up to the front door. Sure. Mm-hmm. Did we did we take the cross out of the house, or did we leave that in there as well? I believe you left the cross downstairs to bar access. We we left it. Yeah, because the thing was big and bulky. I mean, it's it's a cross piece off the top of a church. Yeah. Hmm. So I believe you had set it up so that uh, that your passage down uh, would be blocked off. 
or possibly blocked off. Possibly. I do not remember exactly. Listen, yes. is it? If you know, please try to. Yep. I do know that you did take it down to the basement to the point where you were excavating the tunnel. I mean, I, I remember that far, and I don't think you removed yeah. it from there. I don't know. I have a feeling we moved it upstairs where we were sleeping and left the people who were doing the actual digging <laughs> without it. Because uh, I seem to remember them having horrible dreams and us not. I think it started off that way. And that's why we moved across down there. So they'd be more efficient. Well, it is somewhere in the house. We'll have fun. And they will have possibly not been able to go into that area of the house. <laughs> Who knows? Mm-hmm. Right. So you're just going to go up to the front door. This is, you know, it's morning. There's plenty of light out. The place is dilapidated enough that the inside is pretty well lit from the sunlight coming in through all the holes. Um, so it's a little worse from where than the last time, but, you know, it's still standing mostly. Mm. Yep. You do see a shape upstairs. It kind of looks down as you're coming to the door. Uh, it kind of backs off, disappears a bit as you're coming to the front. <laughs> Should we open the door to get blasted in a shotgun? <laughs> as long as it doesn't have silver in it, I'll be okay. <laughs> Maybe you should answer all doors in the future. <laughs> All right, so someone knocks on the door, I guess. Yep. All right. I will be hanging back. I mean, I will be with the group, but I'll yeah. be at the back of the group so that everybody else can talk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the, the door is opened a little bit, and you see uh, caretaker's uh, squat form. He's got a shotgun barrel put out the door uh, in greeting, and he whispers, They still say you's got to die. Why are you coming back? We were in the area. I wanted to say hi. Oh, hello. Hi. Got some ham sandwiches. You want to come in for some? You got to be quiet, though. They really don't like you. Mm-hmm. Can't think why. Sure. We're he, he opens the town, uh, opens the door further. You know, he sees you know, who's all in the group and he puts away a shotgun. I thought it might have been that preacher lady. She gives me the willies. I, I don't like her. Come on in. Okay. Yep. We going in. Uh, he said, "Kitchen's still kitchen's still in one piece. Come on into the kitchen. The house is falling apart a little bit more. It's harder to keep things uh, dry in here. But yeah. Oh well. Did we arrange for a food delivery for him or something? No. Remember he had. Uh, he doesn't had, eat. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, he has ham sandwiches, but he never seems to eat them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I described him having a larder where there were uh, uh, you know, ham hocks that were hanging from the ceiling with a little bit of green fuzz on them, and he you know cleaned them off. And <laughs> yep, fuzzy meat. Yep, fuzzy meat. Yep. He says, I talk to him all the time now in my head. I can hear him now. They know you're here. They don't like you much, but they can't get up here. Is there anything they need that we can help with? Oh no, no, they're 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 free out there, but but you know they're they're down there at the the water side and they can't get into the water, so uh, they got a little bit more room to 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 move around, but they they still can't get off the island. They're a little mad at that. Hmm. Do they know of Nicodemus? Uh, I know Nicodemus. And what he did? Uh, 
He stops for a minute and says, uh, uh, <laughs> well, well, my brother's done lots of things. Can, can you be more specific? Uh, recently, before the island became the island, we've been told that he was involved with evoking of a presence. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, that was him. That was him and, and Grandma. They promised no. me they would. They promised me that, that, that the clock could be just fine, though. And, and look, he points out the window. Clock is just and, fine. And how the others feel about him, about them summoning this thing. Uh, uh, hold on, I'll ask him. Uh, something about as it was foretold. I don't understand that. Mm. My brother's real nice. Him and his sister. <laughs> She's real pretty. Are they around in the moment? Uh, he gets a little sad. I mean, you know, his emotions are plainly on his face. He's like, yeah. they left. They left me here all by myself mm. until you helped me find my other relations. Yeah. Well, they just, do you know where they went? No, he, he never told me. When, when Grandma died and when, when all those people were shooting and everything out there and Grandma died, uh, they left real fast like. Um, they, didn't, they didn't bring me. They said I'd be fine. Nobody would want to hmm. kill a half. What's a half wit? Uh, I look like I have no idea. Sure, <laughs> sure. Well, anyway, they said that they said that those men wouldn't shoot me. Um, hmm. That I should just just keep on keeping on and 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 keep my clock running. No, nobody would shoot you because you're nice. She smiles. He smiles. It's like, yeah. Why are you looking for him though? Uh, but we I just we were heard that he was responsible for what happened. I was just we were just wondering if that's actually what happened or not. But yeah, so no, it that's sounds fine. like something that he'd do. Yeah. All right. Then. That's fine. He seems completely unconcerned about it. <laughs> like, yeah. My clock is fine. <laughs> yep. That it is. Yeah, I heard it last. Well, yeah, we heard it last night. Going strong. Yep. I see to it every night. I almost missed that night down in the caves. You brought me down there, and and we we got him out the other side, and and all those Chinamen. Oh, yep. I, they weren't relations of yours, were they, Mister? Because <laughs> I gotta say, no, they're probably. Not well, all I know related. they're all dead, Mister. <laughs> I eye his ham sandwiches suspiciously. Yeah. Oh yeah, are you hungry? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you aside from the preacher lady, have you seen anyone else on the island? Um, sometimes uh, there there people come and uh, uh, go through the houses and and get all the shinies out. But they don't bother you all the clock. Well, they did. They came to the house once and uh, they knocked real hard on the door and they broke the door and that's why I have the shotgun now because I had to shoot some. Hmm. Took yeah, down to the caves and, and gave them to the relations, and they were happy for that. Sounds good. Uh-huh. Mm. No comment. <laughs> we are terrible people. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my my brother Nicodemus, he, he travels a lot. Uh, he goes uh, he goes up and down the coast quite a bit, stays in Sacramento a lot. He brings me stuff from there all the time. 
Uh, mm. I got I got some matchbooks from some of the hotels there. I got I got a thimble, uh, a sewing thimble. It's got from some hotel in Sacramento, and uh, he's been down. Uh, oh, oh I, I forget all the places he's been, but uh, he, he comes. He, let me show you. Uh, he pulls oh, yeah. out a chopper. Yeah, it's got a collection of like match matchboxes and like just little doodads from different hotels. Um, I want to note. I want to make a note of any of the hotels. Just you know, not write them down, but just make a mental note of the matchbooks. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you do so. Uh, I will. Uh, I'll have to look up specific names, but mostly. Uh, Places like uh, definitely he spent a lot of time in uh, Sacramento. He has been uh, up to um, uh, Shannonsburg quite a few times. Shan Fan, um, place called Placeville, uh, Dragon's Breath. Just basically up and down the coast of the larger cities along the way. Uh, you don't see anything in there from Lost Angels. Um, if he's been through perdition, you know, perdition apparently is not big enough yet to have matchbooks. So. <laughs> uh, lots of stuff from Sacramento, though. Uh, anything recent or not since? Well, not since. Uh, no, no, no. Not since. Uh, uh, not since they, they let Nick Niven out to play. Who? Uh, Nick. The demon. Gotcha. I whisper in a very hushed undertone to Eddie. I nod. Okay. Didn't realize that was his name. But uh, him and my sister, uh, yeah, they left together on the rail. Um, they haven't. I haven't heard from him since. Although uh, he he pauses for a minute and his eyes kind of go blank. And he says, uh, "My relations say they'd like to know where he is too, though, because uh, uh, he's supposed to be bringing them something, something to get them out of their their current predicament, predic- whatever that word is." Oh, pre- predicament? Sounds like it. Uh, does your relations say what it was they're supposed to bring him? He kind of focuses again and says, Huh, they say I oughtn't be talking to you. I don't see why. Oh, that's uh, that's okay. We don't want to make them mad. Oh, they're already really mad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can make it much matter, ma'am. <laughs> if I were you, I wouldn't take a boat anywhere around the back end of this island. You can try to make the matter if you wish. <laughs> yeah. We're PCs, we've got skills. <laughs> Don't challenge us. We'll make him go to mad if we want. But, but after what they did to that, the, the, the Chinaman camp, they're, they're too big to come through the tunnels anymore, so they're kind of stuck out there. Um, did they eat them? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm just resisting the racist comment there. That's the, the obvious one. <laughs> <laughs> You're hungry again in two hours. That's what you wanted yeah. to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but but if you see uh, if you if you see uh, brother Nicodemus, you should tell him that uh, family family wants him back so that uh, he can help him out. Hmm. Uh, what were they looking for for them, so that we could find? them for you. He kind of glazes over again and says, huh, they, they ain't talking to me anymore. They did, the last thing they said was that uh, Nick uh, Nicodemus is supposed to be bringing back a book and doing some kind of some kind of incan uh, inca, uh, some, some kind of talking. Talking stuff out of the book. Hmm. 
Young Panzer's well, next burning yeah. spree. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do not have the book yet. No, that's why you're just planning it. Nick, Nick and uh, Nicodemus and, uh, and my sister are the only two left in the family that are able to move around very much anymore. Yeah, I could, but but then who'd look after my clock? Hmm, quite. Besides, family don't like me much. Says on account of I'm a I'm a half wit, I can't learn the uh, the family power or whatever that is. That's all right. You've got the clock. Yes, I do. It's a fine clock. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. My clock don't turn me into no slug things. I mean, look at them. No, I, power. <laughs> I don't want nothing of it. I got my clock. Uh, Have some sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Other than pleasantries, I got really nothing else to. Uh, yeah, so he doesn't have any idea really where Nick gone. I mean, you guys have no. a couple of uh, leads from the hotels he stayed in. Heaviest yep. amount seemed to be in Sacramento, uh, but he has been up and down the coast quite a bit. And apparently he is traveling with his sister, which that wasn't we, confirmed before, just that they were both seen, not that they were traveling together. Who apparently doesn't have a name. Uh, no, she does. Um, the sister? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Gabriel. 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 Oh. Yeah, Gabriel. All right. I actually had a big cup of coffee last session. I remember things. <laughs> <laughs> See? Coffee's good. <laughs> I, well, yeah, the pleasantries and him continuing to offer you ham sandwiches. Uh, and telling you to, to you know, very much be beware of the uh, the back end of the island, the coastline there, because his family are very mad at you. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, I'll take the sandwich, but sneak the ham down to Dragon. <laughs> oh, you hate Dragon. That's dragon so eats mean. It. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah. It's green. You're feeding green meat to Dragon? Fuzzy pork. Yeah. <laughs> hey, my cats eat fuzzy pork. <laughs> Easy to yeah, tell. I'll take some too. (laughs) Gotta be polite. I'll I'll eat around the green bits. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. Gotta keep my meat up, you know. Uh, He can basically confirm the same things: is that there have been looters around, um, uh, that the uh, preacher lady has spent some time in the church. Um, He didn't answer. When she knocked over at the lighthouse because he doesn't really like, he puts it like doesn't really like how she smells. <laughs> mm. um, other than that, he hasn't really been off the island. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, other than saying I didn't even think of the Nicodemus thing until we were talking to him. So <laughs> it's already been more productive than I thought I was going to be. There's plenty one. All right, well, we'll take care of your wells and sort off. And look out Is for any horrible time? traps that they might have left for us as we're leaving. I've set up while we were inside eating the fuzzy ham. Okay, uh, so here I've, I found the uh, the lead-ins. Um, so the matchbooks, the predominant matchbooks are between Sacramento and a place called Virginia City. Uh, those are the two places he seems to have stopped over the most. We've been to neither. Mm-hmm. Virginia City. Where is that? It's not on this California coast map, I don't believe. And that's not much use looking for, then. <laughs> oh, yes, it is, actually. Uh, here. Oh. It is out on the train tracks. 
I just moved the finger. Oh, oh here it is. Wow. Yep. Okay. Out in Nevada. Hmm. Oh, there's Sacramento. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, Sacramento's not very far from you right now. Actually, it's the next trail stop up on the train yes. line. So it looks okay. like we will be going to Sacramento. Oh, Unless we find another lead, yeah, it's probably the obvious place to go. Well, this is follow. I guess are we assuming that the Whitley's captured Andrew Lane? I am saying blatantly in front of. Well, no, we've left him now. Yeah, we? so, right. it's on the way back. Well, what did well, Sister Mary? She said that she sort of implied it was Grimes. Yeah, I kind of got the impression. Well, she that. she implied that somebody was wearing that that dress. That could have been anybody. Mm. Anybody could get those clothes and wear them. Yeah, the Nicodemus connection came in uh, for the description of the man's voice that talked to him after the nun was there. So it does, you know, point to perhaps Nikki is involved somewhere along this line. And certainly both the rangers and the agency are interested in speaking to him. <laughs> so, so, um, I guess Eddie and Wimatai, the, the, this, the thing that happened here seems to have had some sort of physical presence here in the world. Yes, it was a giant whatever which seems to have knocked things over and crushed parts of the town. Could, could it also have been small enough to take over Andrew Lane as well? Also, it's two people specifically because they've got occult-type skills. Mm. So. Uh, also, uh, what the preacher lady said is that she witnessed, she was the only living witness to what happened. Uh, whatever's in Lane had a beef against uh, this Nick Niven critter, and they went at it. Do we know about Manitou? Enough to know that there's possibly a Manitou bit inside him? I doubt it. I no, just... no. Okay. All right. No, we, we do not know. It could be training or something, or letting your ancestors take over your your body in order to give you more power, so Actually, that they had a beef with... <clears throat> Nick Nevin? Weemasai most certainly knows about Manitou. Um, she probably doesn't know about uh, uh, specific possessions, but she knows about the hunting ground, which is where the Manitou yeah. come from. Uh, so uh, we, pro- and we don't really know that the, uh, the Andrew Lane is dead, though, and came back. Right. Yep. Yeah, we don't know well, that. I am, not, well, I am not suggesting that. No, no, no. no it's just that it, there's no reason for me to, to lead to that particular point. There's no reason Luke would have any kind of knowledge leading to that thought. Oh, although you do know that whatever problem or issue Sarah has that Lane also has, because Lane was supposed Uh, to speak to her about it. Yes. Well, Sarah's Sarah's not exactly forthcoming with what she is either. We don't know that Sarah's dead. (laughs) We don't know that Andrew Lane is dead. I am putting forth a theory that he lets spirits inhabit his body in order to, to... get more power or however we want to word it to deal with Nick Nevin. And I know I'm postulating that possible, yeah. possibly they didn't win and yeah. that Nick Nevin has somehow taken over Andrew Lane's body. Well, we will confirm that 
Yeah, you know, she'll say, yeah, that that is possible. Uh, there are spirits, there are spirits in the hunting ground that want to come here, uh, and they can take human hosts. It's it's dangerous to bargain with them though, because they can take you over wholly. I mean, she does absolutely know that. Yes, that sounds ridiculous. No one would do that. I say, pitting dragon. <laughs> Um, and she goes on to really, you know, to really essentially that they, they will come to a person in their time of weakness or their time of greatest need and offer them seemingly a lifeline, but it usually has a very high price. Uh, their warriors uh, are often warned of this because this, you know, this happens to them. <laughs> I look around the devastation that is here in the town as we walk back and stroke my chin thoughtfully. <laughs> Time of greatest need, you say. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's all been taken over by great powers. <laughs> I do not need any. I have the blood of the dragon in my veins. Mm -hmm. Oh, you want to be taken over Enough by the dragon? Without yes. it. Yeah. No. I do not want to be taken over by the dragon. I am happy being a man who happens to have the blood of the dragons in his veins, <laughs> which affords him extra abilities. I do not wish to be a dragon any more than because you like speed, you wish to be a car. Or steam wagon, I guess. Is <laughs> Luke is now thinking, <laughs> oh, if I were only a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so yes, uh, we would I will confirm that such a thing is possible. Well, um, hmm. is there anything else we can do? Look around in the town before we head back. Uh, Convince us to so. come with us and then blow it into oblivion, so no one ever comes to it again. Just leave it to the caretaker and the Wakeleys. Why would you wish to leave the Waitleys alive? Why would I not? Because they are horrible things from beyond that have twisted themselves into hideous shapes which we are not meant to know. So long, glad said Eddie. They helped us out before. That's uh -huh. wow. rug. I mean, we're walking back to the place. So if nobody mm. else has anything to do, then I don't know. Do you want to go back via the sisters and convince her to go or not? Mm, I don't no. think she's, she's largely she's in got, your hands. I suspect she's got no interest in leaving. So. Well, mm. Yeah, she seems to be happy here on the island. Yeah. They leave her alone. She leaves them alone. Well, she doesn't really get very far with them. She hasn't burned the library, so she should be okay. <laughs> <laughs> she has an unpleasant smell about her. <laughs> uh, it's not like they could get up to the books anyway because they can't get into the house 
<laughs> so it didn't matter. <laughs> right, well, it sounds like we're done here, and we're just going to yeah. signal for the yep. mirror signal maneuver. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, in which case, uh, his word, half an hour later, the guy comes up and ferries you over, uh, split up again, and uh, assume you pay him. And he does tell you yep. that uh, conductor said uh, when, uh, I was talking to him before I came to pick you up that uh, he's uh, felt uh, vibrations in the track. We should have a train by uh, any time. Okay. Um, I'm gonna give him a. Twenty percent tip. <laughs> okay. Oh, extra, thank you, ma'am. An extra dollar. He got us off that island at appointed time. Yes. Very key. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very key. Did you run into the preacher lady? Is she she's still okay over there? I worry uh, about her. Yeah, she's fine. She's fine. Okay. We sat in on we sat in services with her and sung some hymns with her. She she's quite good. She'll probably need you to come pick her up in a bit. But yeah. Well, I appreciate you did that for her. I mean, I admire what she's trying to do there. I just don't think she's going to get too many people uh, looking for any church service. But, well, I guess a person's got to go their own ways. Mm. She seems a little obsessed by it to me. <laughs> he kind of does the, the fake stage whisper. He's like, yeah, all of those holy types seem to be that way. <laughs> I know. not yeah. <laughs> Wee eye stares at you, being the shaman that she is. <laughs> <laughs> now, you'll think back to the preacher and go, yeah, they're really awesome. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if we, uh, well, we, pro- I don't think, did, I did not leave anything at the uh, hotel. Did you guys leave anything at the hotel? Uh, we go back and we check. I don't think there's anything there. You may want to recheck the room to make sure there was no bits of paper left around. We wanted to yeah. recheck the room, and we also were going to have to do something about Wes. Yeah. What do you, well, when you get back, do about Wes? Um, Wes is sleeping. You can hear his snores a couple of rooms down. <laughs> Uh, you go through the paperwork and uh, you don't find anything left over, nothing in the rubbish bin. Uh, you Actually, you do find some things in the rubbish bin where he was just getting the nib on his uh, ink pen. You know, you just making some test marks uh, before writing. It looks like he sent out, uh, uh, just by the number of letterheads as you see here, he sent out probably quite a few letters. Uh, but unfortunately, nothing, you know, nothing rubbed through. Uh, no preliminary, you know, testing or anything like that. Um can we hear? Did we hear a train whistle at any point? Not yet. No. Okay. Um, all right, people. Quick, quick uh, meeting here about Wes. Do you just want to leave him here and come back and see if he's still here when we come back? We want to do something about him right now. Leave him and come back. Uh, the only thing we can suggest is um, because he goes down to the. Indian nation there, and you might better find a home there. Uh, that's, that would be that's with my license anyway. Yeah, but that's I, now if I if am I correct in that it, for him to go to get to the Indian nation that would take him in would be basically he has to go all the way back to the other coast. Well, he's no, just going to have to get a boat. It's yeah, he's going to need a boat ride. But other than that. <laughs> 
Okay. It's, it's just outside of, um, it's not, it's just a sort of south of Shanfan. It's not. <laughs> it's not very far. Um, <laughs> is it? Would would a boat that would be heading in the correct direction be on our way? No. Okay. I mean, technically, we want to go up to Sacramento, so we have to wait for the right train. We don't want a train coming south. We want a train going north. Yeah, no, it's true. Okay, so. I mean, if you want, you can leave him here until we can pick him up on the way back. But we leave him and grab him on the way back? Okay, if you want. Sure. Okay. Um, Sister Mary may want to come and have a word with him anyway in the meantime. Right. You know, but if we say Nick him away, you go, what happened to him? Okay, well. Basically, since it's kind of rude to like run out and not say say goodbye, I'm gonna run in, wake him up, and just tell him that we're we're heading out. Our train's getting here, but we'll be back, and um, we'll see him when we come back in town. All right. Well, I'll be here. Okay. Might even bring you a souvenir if I find something nice. Oh, that'd be great. Some more coffee would be awesome. <laughs> Cause I like coffee. Yeah. Okay. It's the Necessity Alliance. Is the, uh... Missed the chance. Yes. <clears throat> oh, back to the well, train. Sorry, I couldn't be much more help for you. Uh, you oh, looking no, around you his were... room again? What were you looking for? Uh, maybe if you had left some papers or something. You know, by the way, we found... Uh, what's her name? Um, Sister Mary? Sister Mary? Uh Oh, yeah. She's still doing all right? Yep, yep. She's fine. She's fine. We dropped in on on church service with her, and she's doing okay. Yeah, she mentioned that uh, letters he had sent, which we were just trying to track down. Oh, well, uh, the letters would have gone to the train station. Mm, yes. The station manager there would have gotten them uh, to the trains. Yep, mm-hmm. that's where we're heading next, and then we're gonna gonna. Uh, there should be some. Tra- there should be a train along soon, and then we're gonna be uh, off on the train. Well, uh, I wish you well, and if you come back through, glad to see you then. Uh, all right, and off we go. Mm-hmm. Um, right. well, no, I just get- had a question for him quickly. I suppose you have matchbooks from any hotels or anything that you might have been using that came from Andrew Lane's things? A oh, hotel no, I, you might have used before in the past? I haven't been in his room. Uh, like I told okay. you, it was here. just Yes, just an idea. No, that is fine. But the place has got plenty of matchsticks. Here, have a box. <laughs> Gives you a box of <laughs> matchbooks. <laughs> This was a real nice inn. <laughs> hmm. Okay. I move right. on after that. That's all I got. All right. So, uh, yeah. So the postmaster guy is, you know, he's having a meal and invites you all in. He says, yeah, rumble on the tracks. He puts his hand down on the, the rail and says, yeah, should be one coming by in the next 30, 45 minutes. Okay. Um, like that. Actually, um, do you have a few, well? I guess we have a few minutes. Do you uh have a have a little time? Just have a quick question or two for you. Sure, possible. man. Got nothing but time. I do yeah. very little out here, and I earn a good paycheck. Well, here's the thing. We came to town to look for a friend of ours. Um, and we did run into uh, 
Wes at the hotel said it was is writing off a lot of letters and that he probably is that jumped. kid still over there? Yeah, he really he is. He shakes his head. <laughs> yeah, well, well, none of my business. But I figured he would have huh? moved on by now. Um, larder's full. No, ah, well, so- larder's full and the roof is solid. Nobody shoots at you, so it's you know nice, good a place as any to rest your head while you figure out what you're gonna do. Um, yeah. But uh, our our friend uh, Wes said our friend sent off a lot of uh, correspondence, and uh, he, that he probably wouldn't have dropped off here. We're just wondering: has all the mail gone out, or is there anything still waiting to leave? Give me a notice roll. Okay. Five. Okay. You, you notice that he he's, he just gets a little uncomfortable when you say that. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah, I load mail on here. I mean, of course, n- nobody's really been sending mail out since everyone left, but uh, yeah, mail goes out from here. Yeah, no, it's just we're just trying to find out if all the mail went out, so we're looking in the wrong place, or if the mail is still here or not. I just wanted to let this, you know, let the poor guys. All right, everybody else want to give me notice rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Luke got it with a raise and he just got it. Uh Young is oblivious. Okay. Uh Luke is and we besides <laughs> oblivious. They're off doing something in the corner. Uh, <coughs> uh so Luke, uh the guy is getting really flustered. Uh Eddie, you can smell fear coming off of him. <laughs> mm, smells good. <laughs> smells like bacon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I, I handle the mail. Uh, if, if you got something, uh, I can certainly put it on the train for you if you want. Uh, the mailbag's uh, over there on that hook, you see. Uh, train yeah. comes by and the hook snags it off the, the yard arm there. Of course, there's no yeah. bag now because I, I haven't gotten any mail since, since people left off. But but if I got mail, I'd certainly put it out there, ma'am. I'll put yours on there if you want me to. Uh, he's kind of starting to Are you sure <laughs> you fast. put out all the mail or is there anything you held back? Uh, yeah, of course I put all the mail. I mean, you know, not putting the mail out. I mean, that's uh, that's uh, that's like a that's an offense, right? I mean, I, I you could be jailed for that sort of thing. No, no, no. They don't jail you. Actually, what they do is they chain you to a rock that you have to drag around in the hot sun all day, and they don't give you any water. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh um. Yeah. Well, you know, of course I'd. Put so mail are you there. sure you put all the mail that was supposed to go out? out and you didn't hold anything back uh well suppose i forgot to put out a bag um i mean you know just just you know honestly forgot i mean not like anyone paid me not to put the mail out or anything oh Uh, no no, that wouldn't be illegal would it no that, one would be so illegal. rude. No one would be so as rude as to pay you to forget to put out the mail i mean accidents do happen yeah accidents Right. Might have accidentally forgot to put out a bag a while ago. Yeah, about how long ago would you have forgotten to put out that bag and you still have it? Uh, Give me a persuasion roll. Look, I don't want any trouble, lady. Um, I'm not trying to give you any trouble. I'm just trying to locate my friend. Yeah, he still looks a little hesitant. It's like... Uh, right was... now, right now, everything is unofficial. You know, if if I if, if I put in my report that I think you're lying to me or something, well, what report? Have... Who are you with? You said you weren't with the railroad. No, 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 no. It's a private agency. Basically, his family 
wants to just know where he is. So if he could just tell me the truth, oh. then, you know, I can get out of your hair, be out of your business. And well, I don't want any trouble. I don't want any trouble. All right. But that, 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 come on, come that, on, that pale guy was awfully creepy. I, I wouldn't want just getting out that he paid me some good money. Pale hair, hair, delicate features. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Did you know his name? Uh, well, no, no. He had a really funny accent though. And, uh, paid me this, uh, he pulls out a coin. It's a gold coin. It's a little thicker than usual. It's got a really weird design on it. It looks like a kind of an octopus thing. Gave me this, gave me some gold like this. Huh. Mm. Do you still about, have those letters? About how much does the gold look like it's worth? Uh, well, he, he would think the thick. gold was worth. It's probably, the coin is probably worth more than, uh, it's, yeah, it's probably a $20 gold piece, $20 coin. Hmm. Maybe worth okay. a bit more than that. Uh, he said, "Yeah, he gave me several of these to." He said uh, that uh, since everybody was leaving and everything, that uh, uh, nobody'd really mind if that mail didn't go out. He paid me to paid me to burn it all. I couldn't do Did that. You, I mean, burning the mail. I mean, that would be that would be a crime, right? It would be. That would be a big so, crime. So I, if you still I, have I just it. kept it. Yeah, I kept it, and I just didn't put it out. Figured well, that would be good enough. I tell you what, I pull out about $100 in gold coins. It's like, can I buy it off you? Might have some information as to where my friend is. Well, um. I add another coin on top. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I, I guess if uh, I'd forgotten to put out a bag, he takes the coins, uh, that uh, uh, maybe, maybe it'd be in that uh, counter over here. And he goes and he unlocks the counter. Oh, look at that. Look at that. There's a mailbag here. <laughs> he puts it on the desk and he pours it out. There's, there's maybe a dozen letters in there. Okay. I scoop I scoop up the letters. Actually, I scoop up the letters. Um, there's nothing. I tip the bag over to make sure there's nothing else in the bag. Mm -hmm. All right. Scoop up the letters. Put them in my satchel. Um throw another $5 coin on and it's like, ah, yeah, well, so see, no, no harm in that. We'll just be getting out of your hair right now. Yeah. And since you're going to be delivering those, it's not a problem, right? Not right? at all. Not at all. Hey, all right. Vaguely uneasy. <laughs> yeah. I said, yeah right. Not too I'll long later after that, you hear the, the steam uh, whistle go off. Says, oh, that's the train. I got to go do some work now. And he excuses himself quickly. Okay, great. Once he's excused himself, I'm going to, uh, um, but how much time do we have before we need to board the train? He said it would take 30 minutes for them to load the water and to load your car onto it. Okay. So as long as he's out of the station, I want to make sure that we keep our, keep our car in sight so that it doesn't look like it takes off without us. And I'm going to, going to rifle through those letters really fast and right. see if well, you find one addressed to, uh, the person that you were expecting. Um, what is his name again? <laughs> From the agency, uh, 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 court. Court. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. You find one, um, and you're gonna open it up, or are you just gonna hang on to it? No. No. Do they want us to the find. Do the other us. letters look like they've been addressed in the same hand? No, they do not. Uh, ah. Most of them are going all over the place, diff varying different hands. Very different hands. Is there? Okay. That's. There are various different hands. So the five letters that the letters that aren't in Lane's hands, I'm going to put it back in the bag. Mm. 
Um, and has, no one's come by to, to grab the mailbag, right? Uh, no, it's supposed to. Yeah, you just stick it up on the hook outside and the train hooks it as it passes. Okay, then I'm going to, going to stick the five letters that didn't, that weren't in okay. in Lane's hands back in the bag and stick them on the, and then shove them on the hook. All right. The ones that were, I'm only going to keep the ones that are in Lane's hand. All right. Um, I'm sorry. Are we sure the ones which aren't in Lane's hand aren't written by whatever is possessing Lane? No, we're not. So we don't want to read those, just to be safe. I mean, the I mean, well, the train that's picking them up is going to be the train that is taking us away, right? We can always drop them off in Sacramento, anyway. Yeah, or okay. wherever. They're. Okay, so we we'd have to reseal them. All right, so then I take them back down. Take the whole, the entire bag. <laughs> okay. Ah, federal crimes. I convince people to commit federal crimes. <laughs> so this train is heading towards Sacramento. So this is going yeah. up track. Yeah. <laughs> I keep the one that's addressed to court personally, and the other five I stick in 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 Young's luggage. All right. Well, with the uh, bag. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the letter that's addressed to court. Um, it says uh, C, comma. Know that this is harder for you to bear than I to suffer. Since the fight in Gomorrah, my visions have returned, seemingly with a vengeance, following 13 years of neglect. My friends are in danger, seemingly by my own hands. I find no solace in that. I pray my visions deceive me by mirroring my fears rather than my destiny. Still, I cannot chance either. I implore you to stop me by any means necessary. My inner demons will drive me to undo all we strove to accomplish in the decades following the reckoning. I can only impart what I remember, but I remember these horrors well enough. One, I see the mark of our Savior, Jesus Christ, burdening my shoulders as though I were the one walking the path to the crucifixion. The cross weighs on me, and I know not why. Two, I I see the salt flats of Desiree. Three, I see darkness. Whatever is to happen, I'm unsure. My final fate was foretold once, and I ignored it. Fate denies me a second chance at seeing the culmination of my existence. I'm uncertain to whom the duty of intercepting me falls. I can only console you with this. Stop me, for I would do the same for you were the situations reversed. I bear you no animosity, as I pray you bear me none. Yours faithfully, A.L. Crap. I guess he could be court? Well, it could be anybody. I'm pretty much assuming that C is court and AL is, is Andrew. Andrew Lane. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right. Salt Flats of Desiree. Oh, boy. Not where we really wanted to go. I'm going to copy that segment off so that you guys will be able to reference it. I guess it is important. Give me a second. We can always edit into the notes or something. Where are the salt flats of Desiree? Uh, Utah. It's Utah. It's Mormonville. <laughs> no, so we should go and get our preacher. Yeah, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to go on a on an extortion mission and grab our preacher and bring him back. We're gonna need him. I, I just anyone... did this as an image, but there, there it is. Right. <sighs> Has anyone actually checked us with Pete to see if he's now more free? I don't know. Oh, uh, the, with uh, Nick, um, maybe uh, he was. Oh, with Pete. Oh, with Pete, the, the sheriff. 
I mean, it's been several years. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Pete's been quite busy. I think he's either engaged or is married now. One of the two. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's been <laughs> some time now. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. He might have found out enough that he wants to sort of connect in. It's been quite a while since we last heard from him. <laughs> Don't know about that, but your preacher man might be available again. <laughs> No, he's still horribly busy at the moment. Uh, I spoke to him yesterday. Yeah. All, right. All right, so that is Lane's vision. I see the mark of our Savior Jesus Christ burdening my shoulders as though I were the one walking the path of the crucifixion. The cross weighs on oh. me, and I know not why. I see the salt flats of Desiree, and finally I see darkness. Well, there you go. And the rest of it seemed to imply that he needs to be stopped. Yep. <laughs> Basically saying, if you see me, kill me. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you might have never had time talking to him there, Sarah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm going to wish myself good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you could talk to him, then kill him. I'm supposed to talk to him and get advice. Yeah. And then kill him. You'd be getting advice from uh, the other part of him at that point. It's like, yeah, it's great. Just let yourself go. <laughs> Let it take over. It's awesome. <laughs> That's my advice. Go eat a baby. You'll feel better. <laughs> wow, you guys suck. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> well, I wonder if this ties in with the um, lady who came to visit him. Because it is... Religious in nature. I wonder if that is, uh, if the the cross refers to not Jesus as he writes here, but to Grimes. Mm. Yes, I have heard of Jesus. You do not need to all be stunned by into silence. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Um, I do not know. It is just. And how bizarrely is Wimantai looking at you? <laughs> How long do we think we're going to be in Sacramento? No idea. As in, should we send a quick telegraph note off to the court to tell them to meet us in Sacramento? Sacramento? Sacramento. Why? Get the message to court, yes. Yeah, we don't know where court is. I thought, no, yeah, we've, we got, we've, we've got, got yeah, we've got ways of means of contacting them. Oh, yeah. I thought, we can I thought, I thought, I thought court yeah. was, I mean, court's only two days out of, uh, out of perdition at this point. Hmm. Yeah, so we do all well, the things. If we're just going to be pop up Sacramento, go quick look around. Oh, that's it. We're out of here. Then there's no point telling him to meet us in Sacramento. Well, why would we want him to meet us in Sacramento? I'm sure he'd be interested in this information. Uh, we can't be everywhere at once. So if someone's going to be in Utah, he probably wants to. It'd probably be good for him to know about. We cannot get to Utah and back in the time we yeah. will. I, I know. I'm saying. I'm, I'm. I'm not saying we do go to Utah. I'm saying we pass this on to someone who can do something about it, and then it probably has facilities so in Utah. We can, so we can message him these details. He does not need to come to Sacramento. Yeah, I don't necessarily want to trust it over the uh, telegraph. No, I really wouldn't either. Huh? Yeah, he did more well. Telegraph. Well, we don't need court. We just. We don't need court. Then we just need somebody to come and pick it up. Yeah, true. True. Uh, but court is. Court's the head of the agency, isn't he? Now, yes. So he, so he should come and see us. We should no. not send it through an intermediary, or well, sorry, least... another one of his agents. And was he not the one? Was he the one that didn't quite trust some of his agency? 
I will remind you that the sister said she was witness to one of his men, uh, one of Lane's men, shooting him during the battle. So, yeah, it's possible that the agency is somewhat compromised, so that's why we want to talk yeah. to court. Yeah. And the other reason why they are trying to get you guys into this to begin with, because they feel like they may have people in their organization. <laughs> yeah. We can always stay at Sacramento to have seen them, despite what we find out, unless it was something really urgent. So we can just sort of really send a telegraph off to court, after they say, court, come meet us in Sacramento. I'm in favor of doing this. The telegraph's right yes. here. Why not? Yeah. Tap, 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 tap. Okay, so you're sitting up a telegram asking him to meet you in Sacramento. Yep. Okay. And you're going to figure that, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's going to take about a week. Uh, the soonest that he could possibly get here by rail would be a week. Yeah, because it was three days, three days from you from perdition uh, to the Gomorrah stop. Um and he had already gotten, he went in the opposite direction <laughs> a couple of days. So, yeah. <laughs> well, got to be somewhere. I mean, no, I'm not. I'm just telling you that that's, yeah. that's what you would assume would be the soonest he could possibly meet you would be a week. Then he comes flying in by jet. Could what be, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck has Smith and Robot been up to? Dirigibles. Hmm? Well, the worst thing that happens is that he picks up the note from a hotel or something where we leave it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Sounds good. All right. And so we will uh, end this session with your, yep. your train car uh, trundling along the tracks to Sacramento. As your okay. next stop. Doot, doot. Doot, 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 doot. And Eddie passed out in the chair with a bottle in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> From his private stock of AAA. You're going to be so full of ghost rock by the time this is over. You're going to glow, Eddie. (laughs) You're going to glow. I really, really hope that the end of this campaign is Eddie waking up from some sort of drunken haze and it was all a dream. None of this is real. (laughs) The big flood flood was just a dream telling him he had to urinate. (laughs) (laughs) Or I could wake up and it's uh, Deadlands Noir. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man! All right, so I'm looking uh, forward to Deadlands Noir, actually. Yeah, you'll be dead by then. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it's fifty <laughs> odd years on. Uh, she's already dead. So yeah, exactly. Not you, not them. Sorry, Eddie. Well, Eddie's yeah. a werewolf. You might be able yeah. to make it that far. <laughs> Werewolves don't usually have unnaturally slow aging, though. Okay, so it can they? be a German well, anyway. werewolf. Yeah. Uh, one XP bird. Um, uh, actually, Bert, go ahead. Uh, shoot, have I done anything good this scenario? <laughs> what do you mean? Are you looking to play one of your adventure cards? Are you? Yes, I am. Uh, yes, oh. you've done a couple of good things this episode. I mean, one, you, you cared about the kid that was stuck in there and for his well-being, you at least broached the topic of trying to help him. So, you know, okay, and I'm you gonna... did pass along that he was hurting to the sister. So I'm going to play renown on myself. Okay. Go ahead and throw the card out there so I can look at it real quick. Uh, you gain a permanent puzzle towards those who have heard of you. Typically a 50% chance. Well, that's not many people in this area, but sure. Why not? Uh, it, the conductor, getting, the sister, Wes, sure. We're getting <laughs> new cards next session. So. Exactly. Yeah. Might as well. Yeah. I so, should have played Spurred on earlier then. So the character's travel uh, distance is double for one day. You could have sped up the train for a whole day. Is that yeah. any... Is 
Um, is there anywhere in specific that I should note that? I'll just put it in your notes uh, under your characters. You, I think you've got a notes section. Yeah, I have that already uh-huh. as well. I put it under notes, and I've got Camden Town plus my charisma. Shoot, it's a tab on the side of your character sheet that says notes, and then within that you've got notes, languages, allies, background. Yeah, I put it under allies. Notes. Allies. Okay, so that would be plus one by Gamora? Yeah, just put plus one in Gamora. I can't even edit that. Right click. Create entry. Ah! <laughs> Minimize. Close window. <clears throat> and, I do uh, not, I can we'll do, do not have... Yeah. Create entry. Create critter. Create human. Under allies, yeah. So I have create entry. Yeah, and I just create human. Create human. Well, that's just where Ah, I've noted down. Necessarily the right place. Maybe you want to put it in background. The notes bit of the notes tab, but that's. And we'll do two experience for this one because uh, you did find out a very relevant plot thread if you put it all together. Um, there was some important things yeah, said yeah. in the description of things and in his uh, and in his vision that if you ever put things together, it might be useful to help. He won't. Well, Richard, six... Richard might, but I won't. I, I, Richard I, I might, but have... Does 160 put us anywhere? Or Yes. Yep. You get another round of advance because it's that point. Another advance, so that is... Exactly the same as every other time you've asked. (laughs) I am not asking for myself. I am asking for it to be reiterated so I don't make a mistake. You can um, Uh, increase a skill that is... uh, Or two skills that are below the attribute ranking. mm -hmm. Uh, You can increase a skill above its attribute ranking. You may add a new edge. These are uh, these are either or. You, you can do one yeah. of these things. <clears throat> um, and for you, for an edge, you can take a, a new harrowed edge as well. Yeah, I, I actually need to look at the book. So, um, and every other advance, which this is one of the other advances, you can raise your attribute. Die. Yeah, that's true. You can increase an attribute. Yeah. Hmm. Well, is a once per two advances. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Weird science is now a D team. <laughs> that was easy for you. Well, yeah, I already have good strength, good spirit. Actually, everything is at least a D eight for me right now. So, so you might want to yes. look at increasing your skills or getting some new edges, uh, and definitely look at your uh, your <laughs> being <Her>. dead edges. <laughs> I am not. Dead. I am just mortally challenged. <laughs> I've got now, to start picking up all powers. Um, okay, if I go to the library, what book are the unharrowed uh, Harrowed edges. edges in the player's guide? DLR player's guide. Thank you. Good night, everybody listening out there. Yeah! Music in this podcast was created by Kevin McLeod. More great music can be found at his website at incompetech.com. 
you enjoy the show, we would love to hear from you. You can find links to our public forums, the software that we use, and other information at our homepage at bluemagic.com. That's B-L-U-M-A-G-I-K. Reviews on iTunes, recommends at rpgpodcasts.com, and email to steamstealmurder at gmail.com are also appreciated. Thank you for listening.